back to the dungeon, but we don't know what we're doing. Oh, dear. Oh, man. Oh, my God. My life is complete. Thank you guys so much for joining so us today. I, I wish that we went live like five minutes before we were actually supposed to go Ooh, it was so a mess. See the chaos that is that mess. five minutes before we go oh, live. Man. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna get the timing down sooner or later, and I'm just gonna start doing it. I'm just gonna I'm, I, just to make it will be great. Just to make whoever's editing the podcast life that much more difficult. I'm sorry, Lydia. Sorry, Lydia. It's fine. Come back to the paper dungeon. Um, we're so happy to have you. I believe this is what episode 18. Yeah, buddy. 18. Yeah, yeah, yeah buddy. We're adults now. We're, if you guys, if you guys want to come back, we're doing a one shot oh. next week. Lydia's DMing it. It's a Valentine's Day one shot. Woo! It's going to be pretty oh, rad. Uh, Hannah and I's characters know each other, and it's freaking dope. So, uh, yeah, you should come back strictly wow, for that. Just, if else. just plug oh, your yeah. own character in there, DJ. Oh, yeah, no. Know. No, 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 no. My character is the most gimmicky, like, stupid thing that you could possibly come up with, and it's amazing, and I love it. Um, so, yeah. Also, we have merch. And if you guys want to buy some, you can go over to thepaperdungeon.com and buy some merch. Um, but that's really all we have for announcements, right, guys? I, I, I got my I ears so. pierced. <laughs> oh yeah, Brian! Oh, you guys you handsome boy! If you guys, if you guys want some piercings, uh, Lydia happens to make earrings, like sword earrings and potion on her Etsy, on all this good stuff. So uh, go check out her Etsy and, yeah. and give she her money. She also her makes like these really rad books. They have names and personalities, and I love them. And they like hold dice and stuff, if I remember. Yeah. And, I'd like to um, say something to Ryan. Um, Ryan, you are indeed a pretty tiefling with those, Thank you. Uh, Thank you. with those piercings. With those. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, we need <laughs> to get you the earrings. I just need to grow horns now. <laughs> Good luck, buddy. Um, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> anyway, we're gonna we're gonna take a moment to like recenter ourselves <laughs> as we go over to the intro song. <laughs> so we're just gonna roll that real quick. This is episode eighteen. Have fun, guys. <laughs> Welcome to Nicomuras, a world full of sprawling cities and dark secrets. In the wake of the trial, a divine act of righteous judgment, the world has been launched into an era of rebirth. But there are those who still lust for darkness and ruin. Follow us across the continent of Talyra, from the deserts of Elon Ryan to the fields of Rivaluna. Deep in the Bloom Rose Ocean and high above the Alisar Mountains, our story will see our adventurers through glory, fear, and fortune as they make their way through the Paper Dungeon. back recomposed ready to go we're no longer 21 year old idiots it's gonna be great speak for um, yourself dj so in the last episode <laughs> um we managed to come to a conclusion on this mini arc of healing havel of a curse a curse that he received from the longtime main running villain of this campaign the hag of melancina enemy of Renaya and now just party in general as she just has lasting effects that are apparently going to last for the entirety of the campaign. We finally moved past that and managed to get rid of the curse 
Um, the party made their way across the uh, across a few square miles um, over to the coast to visit Lada Lachlan, the mentor of Renaya and a much stronger cleric who they believe would have the abilities to remove said curse. Upon revealing that it was a hag's curse, um, she revealed to the party that she needed um, a material component, um, an herb by the name of Anderson. And so they had to go to the island of Luce, just an island not far off the coast of Katyn, to grab that herb. Um, they proceeded over there, they fought their way uh, up to the island, up to the keep on the island, which was the home of a mythical and ancient dragon. Um, and made their way into the keep, going through puzzles and fighting the undead and fighting giant winged creatures that were dragon-esque in nature, um, and eventually receiving this herb before returning to Lada and um, getting to enjoy the chorus of Havel's screams as his limbs regrow. Um, after that, we had some different conversations, and we're going to be picking up right where we left off um, with Renaya. I'm getting ready to go talk to Edward, I believe. Yeah. No. No. So, no. Um, Renaya. So, Renaya's gonna kind of stay with Havel for a little bit after everything's been done. Um, she's gonna make sure he's comfortable, because I remember he was lying on a table. <laughs> so, I'll get him, like, a pillow and a blanket and things like that. Um, and then, Renaya is gonna head out trying to look and see where Catherine and Melora are, but then see that Edward is right there on the porch. Um, Edward's riding. Um, she's gonna kind of stay there quietly for a moment um, and let him write. Uh, what are, what are you writing? Oh, um, well, I was just writing, um, just about our previous adventure, um, but it was like what I thought about it. I actually, on the way here, was working on it, um, I kind of wanted to remember it, <laughs> um, I don't know how many more of these journeys I'll be on. Uh, it's just, it was just so grand. I didn't want to forget it, you know? Why was it grand, Edward? <laughs> um, well, uh, we did see with our own eyes one of the most, um, well-known, important figures of history, which I didn't even know existed, truly. Um, that unparalleled. Um, I, I, very few eyes have that opportunity to be laying on something so, so important. Do you know what I mean? Why, why is it so important? Well, it's unique. Um, it's something that very few get the chance to do, and I got to do it, I guess. I mean, apart from <laughs> apart from almost dying, it was nice. <laughs> uh, 
I, I hope I never ever am in a body of water with a shark again in my life, or whatever that thing was. <laughs> sea dog. Sea dog, um, yes. Edward, you do realize I knew Amos, right? Like, personally? I thought you've heard of him through Lada. I've met him. <laughs> what? You met him? What was he like? That's the important thing, isn't it? I... I mean, I guess. I'm, I'm just curious. <laughs> Edward... And she's gonna... Kinda go over... And stand by him. Um... Why... This is where I struggle to understand you, Edward. Um, elaborate. You didn't know Amos. No. You only knew what others deemed important of him. Others like you who didn't know who he was. I don't... Do you realize your history right now? You're making history. Well, burying him was certainly something of importance. Why was that important? Because... Because this figure of importance, it was an event that should be remembered. An event that should have taken place in a different way. It was unexpected. It was... It, it, it lacked... It was because people told you he was great. Yes. Well... Yes. Edward, what do you think the most important part of history is? The most important part of history? That's tough. There's a lot of context that goes into that question. It depends. Different pieces of history have different implications to our modern world. There are a lot of different variables that go into importance. Um, quite honestly, I don't know if I'd have an answer. I have mine. Really? What do you think it is? The most important part of history is the one that I make. Edward, you... You say you care about history. But you keep missing the most valuable knowledge you can have. I got to see the history of Amos through the kindness behind every smile, through the love in every look to Lada, through the gentleness in the things he touched. Edward, to have the knowledge of the deepest parts of a person, 
is the rarest and richest history you can ever hold, and Edward, you ignore that. The most meaningful thing in your very own history, and you throw it away without any thought. Edward, you care more about the dead that are written on a page than the living that are standing right in front of you. You can write anything down on a piece of paper, but that doesn't make it real. Amos wasn't real to you until you saw his dead body, and you made that very clear to me. I... I'm a bit afraid. I'm a bit afraid that if I allow myself to be wrapped up in trivial things like like things that I might lose or things that might be lost in, in time I'm afraid that if I get wrapped up in all those things that I'll never really press forward I mean even if I were to live a life that was full of, of, of meaningful, passionate relationships. And not even just that, but things that I enjoy. I might miss out on things that would outlive me. I don't want to die knowing that I didn't make anything of myself, of the world. Now that doesn't mean that I, I want to disown those things. I, I don't. I miss my mother. My mother was somebody who I cared for, who I, I saw the kindness behind her smile, <laughs> you might say. I guess... I just don't know what to hold on to and what to let go right now. And I'm afraid that if I hold on to the wrong things that I'll never get out. Does that make sense? understand. I just... I'm afraid that someday you will look back and realize that you have forgotten the value in your own history and regret not actually learning How am I to know my own history if it hasn't happened? That's that's where I guess I I don't understand you. <laughs> there are four other people with us right now. Four other amazing full people. And when you realize all the amazing things they can do, all the amazing things that they are going to do, how could you not want to take part in that?
How could you not want to hold on to that? Well, I am challenged here. That's it's not at all what I expected. You can do whatever you want. But that's the thing, I don't think I can. I don't think I can do whatever I want to do, because if I just run off with what I want to do, then I'm never going to get anything done. What do you want to do? I don't know. I don't ask myself that question, hardly ever. Which might sound like... It might sound like it's hard to believe. When I want my tea, I want my tea. <laughs> That's non-negotiable, but... I don't know. I don't know if I even wanted to leave in the first place. I don't know if I even wanted the business. I just try to think about what... What would be the best move for the most possible... The, the grandest, most effective outcome. And, and that's just... It's just wired in me. That's just how I think. And I think it's a strength. I don't want to get wrapped up in what I want and then miss out on what I should have done. But I suppose you make a point, too. It would, it would really be unfortunate if I lived a miserable life. <laughs> I don't know. I'm still, I'm still weighing everything. Listen, what I learned back there about about the new instatement of the government, and about, I mean, seeing, seeing what we saw back there, it was, it was tragic. In the temples, although I didn't practice, that's, it's such a shame. They had so much, they had so much, I don't know what the word would be. There are things that are important, that the world is losing, and I care about that. So part of me does want to just <laughs> run around and rampage and see what other foes we can, <laughs> you know, take down or whatever you guys say. But <sighs> a lot of me just thinks that I could do more in a political position right now. have a mind that reaches out to the masses and not just the few. So I'm still thinking. Does that make sense? I think that the greatest things that ever happen happen because people care. Not because they're trying to make something great happen. Does that make sense? <laughs> yes. Yes. <sighs> I don't know what I'm going to do. And that's okay. What are we... What are we going to do now? <laughs> like... What are, what are we going to do? Are we going to chase after this dragon? Then what? 
Like, are we just going to march upon the leader's gates and demand that he stops quarreling with the world? Like, I, part of me just doesn't see tangibly how we could do much. And I know that sounds pessimistic, but I think it's rather realistic. And it hurts to say, because we do have some incredible companions here. But, like, I... it's just, there are more tangible ways to make, to make changes, and I care about that. I don't want to leave, I know that much. If you're talking about what I want, I don't think I want to go. But if I'm, if I'm killed by a sea dog and never seen again, what good did I do? Who saved you from that sea dog? Just oh, curious. Boy. Let me think. Um, <laughs> I think it was Havel. In- incorrect was answer. Lydia, I'm so sorry. That was great. <laughs> Edward says, you did. That's what he says. <laughs> Nailed it. You J- did. Just so you know, Grant, Havel was the only person not involved in that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Oh, I saved him. I remember now. Forever um, ago. <laughs> I know. Yes, yeah, so you did. A hero, did. truly. You did, Renaya. Yes, a hero. You did, Renaya. Right. Edward, if you want to stay, I... I understand how scary it is. I know. But... We're going to protect you. But... We would appreciate it if you would want to protect us, too. I I don't wish harm upon you. You don't really indicate that in a lot of things you say. Like what? Edward, I can tell you so many things that you have said to me that hurt really yes and i know that you don't mean to but especially this past adventure of ours i i apologize my memory escapes me I knew Amos. He was a person to me. He was a valuable person to me. He's not some relic of history. He was somebody of importance in my life. I would think you'd be grateful that these things would be recorded. I thought I was doing a service here. I thought I was doing it because I cared. I could have chosen just not to write anything down. Do you see? Edward, I wanted you to stay out and hold my hand. I'm sorry. I know, 
I know you don't want to hear it, and I don't want to repeat past mistakes, but you have to understand on, on my part, too. How could I not have done that? It's because I care, Renaya. I feel like I made the villain so many times in this party, but I feel like nobody actually tries to understand what I'm trying to do here. <laughs> And I apologize. I think what you said, what you said was very nice at his funeral. But I needed you for a moment. And you didn't even notice. I think you have a lot to think about, so I'm going to go back and I'm going to stay with Havel until he wakes up. I hope you have a good night, Edward. And she's going to get up and head back inside. And as she's as she's walking towards the door, he goes, Renaya. What? I hope you have a good night too. She's gonna continue inside. And Edward keeps riding. transition over to the camera tilts a little ways away from the cabin towards these two dark figures along the ridge of the cliff um catherine laura you guys are continuing your uh conversation you guys had just talked about how you'll hang out in a tree and camp out to like the one tree in town um so yeah, we'll pick right back up where you guys left off. Okay, you have no idea how hard it was for me to stay silent to that conversation, Grant. That was <laughs> Lydia. Grant, that was gold right there. Oh, thanks. Put that on a put that on a black. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> one, take, one take. We're done. We can move on yeah, to the next scene. Yeah, yeah, guys, we did it. We did it. We don't have to. We don't have to. You know, roll and, back again. End episode right guys, there, guys. We'll we're see done. You next thank you week. so much yeah, for watching. Guys, <laughs> thank you for watching the Paper Dungeon this week. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Lots to talk about. All right. <laughs> Drew awkwardly trying to avoid his subject of the, of the, the stream. It's not going to work. Man, sneaky, they, sneaky they, they found me out. <laughs> anyway. Hannah, I believe it was your turn to respond. Oh, oh, so you're going to put it on me. Okay. That's what you said beforehand. I thought. I mean, I'll say something. I just, you know. Please do. Please do. <laughs> One of you say something, okay? <laughs> trying to run a show We here. just got so out of it in like 30 <laughs> seconds time. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> sorry. I'm Drew, sorry. just read from the script that I prepared for you. It's okay. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. Where's that script that Ryan sent me? Uh, <laughs> don't look at me like that. <laughs> I mean, if you don't want to talk, we don't have to talk. No, yeah, I drink. do. I it's, just it's a make your decision, bro. Just make it a sentence. <laughs> you just need a sentence, Drew. Just one sentence. Drew, if you need time, other so, people have things they need to we'll do. Be, We'll be back in like 10, 15 minutes. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh I just apparently we lost. I can't. Our to I play can't this game. like put anything together right now. I'm sorry. Wow. Is this wow. in game? Can Catherine not put anything together? 
channel Captain that. What's, what's, what's Tarak doing? Anyway, so Tarak wakes up. What's Tarak up to? <laughs> Wait, yeah. hold on. Are we about so to go to sleep or about to wake up? What time of day is it? About to it's, go to sleep. Oh, about, about to go to, go to sleep. sleep. Oh, man. Well, Tarak has been awkwardly kind of sitting uh, around the edge of the house. Just, like trying not to he realized the last time that he was here and walked into a conversation oh, that was okay, happening yeah drew look i'm trying to stall for you here yep um the last time that it happened it, apparently it was awkward so he's not gonna do that to Renaya and edward this time so he's just gonna kind of sit there and then like look out over the sea which you know it's pretty similar to how it was back home a uh, bunch of sand, some some water in the distance. Um, and then he'll just kind of curl into a little ball at the edge of the house uh, and just go to sleep there because he doesn't want to turn the corner because then people are going to be like, oh my god, how much did you hear? And the answer is all of it. So wait, <laughs> Tarek, are, so are you on the base floor? I'm outside the house around oh, the side. Oh, he there. heard the whole Ed, or Edward and Renaya conversation. Okay. I was just wondering. Oh, yeah. Okay. Wait, weren't you inside studying Havel's curse removal? Oh, that, he's done. It's over now. That's he's over now. healing. Is Havel just, like, laying down on a kitchen I mean, table right now? Yeah, you're currently laying down. You have a pillow and blanket. Every, nice. like, muscle, <laughs> like, every tissue of muscle just slowly regrows at an accelerated rate. And it's an extremely painful process. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because the first thing that grows back is the nerves, and yeah. so you have all these nerves but that he, are just exposed. He's unconscious because it hurts so bad. Yeah. Yes, exactly. I literally passed out you're from shock. Like, yes, one hundred percent. So yeah, you're just kind of laying there, in like in a fever, in enough pain that yeah, in enough pain <laughs> that every time that you like come out of it, you scream for about ten seconds and then just pass out again. It's yeah, just like right. a uh, ah. Yeah. yeah. So the entire <laughs> conversation with Renaya and Edward, he would just be like, "So this thing." Oh. Yeah. Well, exactly. Although was he, the, was he, every he, once in a while, every like ten minutes. The other thing too is that in between those screams, he's like whispering things in his sleep. Oh yeah. 100%. And like jerking. Like he's straight up not having a good time. Everywhere, like he is not having a good time. So anyway, Tarak curls into a ball. Yeah, I go to and sleep. And the camera shifts. Again. From Tarak over to the <laughs> Where there's two figures. Alright, pull it together, people. Okay? Oh my goodness. Alright. <clears throat> Melora? Hi. I, okay, now... Now this is, this is maybe a weird question. Alright. But this thought just occurred to me, and I, I'm kind of scared. Do you have a rope? Um... I think I do. I have a rope, right? I mean, I think I have some. You you should have rope in your pack. I, I do. Um, right. Do you have to sleep in the tree? I mean... Do you... Not necessarily. Okay, well, because I just realized that last time... Assuming that maybe there is a nightmare this time. Mm -hmm. Last time there was a bit of movement involved. A bit of side to side, throwing yourself a little bit. You want to make sure I didn't fall out to the tree. Uh, yes, I've, I'm, I'm kind of concerned, actually. 
will. Um, I don't want you to, you know, fall and hurt yourself or something happen, you know. I appreciate your concern. I suppose we could just be next to it. Right. Perfect. All right. Now we just need to get the tent from Havel. Right. Did he? Do we know that he got a tent? I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure. I like I. I'm pretty confident. I think he got a tent. I'm. Right. You know. I think it happened. Really. It's probably. I. I mean. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he got a tent and not just like a tarp or something. You know. Right. That's what I right. mean. Because like, the tarp would be much harder to use. <laughs> unless unless we like threw it over a branch. If there was a branch low enough, I mean that would work. Then we'd have a tree tent. Right. Is that sort of like a tree house? Do you want me to go get the tarp? I mean, I think Havel is still, um... No, 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 not tarp. Tent. 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 Right. Right. I think Havel is still, um... I could, I could go if you want to, if you wanted to go eat I mean, maybe we'll see if he's still um, um, in pain when we get there. All right. So, do you want to head back? Um, look to the beach and the ocean. Or looking back at her. Only if you want to. I mean, I didn't particularly want to. If you want to stay out here. going to be honest, conversation is not my strong suit, so I apologize in advance or there's going to be some awkward silence. It isn't mine either. I mean, if you want to just sit on the beach and look at the sky or the ocean, I mean, I'm not very good at conversation either. <laughs> Lydia. <laughs> uh, yeah, that would be, that would be great. I assume we make our way over to the beach mm-hmm. and find a nice spot just yeah. to sit down. You guys make your way down the um, rickety wooden stairs that lead down the 80 or so feet to the beach. Um, it's not a very large beach. It's kind of this enco- this uh, like half-dome encompassed beach, only probably about a quarter of a mile wide um, at, its, at its longest point. Um, but the waves are gently lapping against... The sand, you can see that there are shells that have, shells that have washed up. There's driftwood. Um, there's a variety of different little animals like crabs and a variety of crustaceans. There's a starfish that's like slowly like wiggling its way <laughs> across the beach. Um, Laura. Hi. Last time, after you um, woke up mm-hmm. and... I was there. Did you like what happened? I... Yes, Chad, I just asked that question. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you? Yeah. I, uh, I've 
It's been a while since I perhaps um, had a really close, well, I shouldn't say a while since I've had a close friend, but I've only really ever had two, and one of them's my sister, so, <laughs> you know. Right. I've said this several times now. Now, Nora, I consider us um, friends. More so than I would say I'm friends with anyone else in the group. Alright. Don't know if the rest of the group really likes me, to be honest. Um, but I really enjoy talking to you. silence for a little while. <laughs> Melora's um, flowers in her hair have started to um, close because it's dark now. Um, when it happens, just, or really when anything happens, I'll be here, all right? All right. Earlier today, you said that, um, that you wouldn't let anything happen to me. to risk your life and lose it, I wouldn't, I wouldn't know how to. I will protect you as well. That's what I'm trying to say. I myself will try not to die. Thank you very much. Can I get it in writing? I pull out a piece of paper <laughs> and I write down I, Cather Ebenthar, do solemnly promise to Melora that I will do what I can to not die. Jeez. But. Bid it necessary but... to protect her. No, no. Cross that out. Cross it out. As as you go to cross it out, Ginger like scurries down Melora's <laughs> arm and places like a hand over what it says and is like like looks up at you no. with the most like intense stare. Look at me or look at Melora. Not you, Melora, Cather. Oh, it looks at me. She looks at you, Cather. 
and just like nods her head, and then looks back and like glares at you, Melora. <laughs> Melora, look. Help me out here, okay? Because okay. Drew is trying to remember what. Because we've had lots of conversations, Hannah. Yes, we have. All right. Yes, we have. Mm-hmm. So I'm mm-hmm. trying to remember because Cather Brain is sometimes gets confused with Drew Brain. Okay. Um, do you recall? Has uh, here? I'm going to text you just because I don't want the chat to be <laughs> in case in okay. case this isn't public. Okay. Um, guys, in the meantime, while this is going on, <laughs> I just wanted to take this moment to say that we appreciate you for joining us on today's episode and hope that you come and swing by next week to see Lydia's fantastic Valentine's Day one-shot. It'll be wonderful. I'm playing a very interesting character. We're all playing very interesting characters. It's probably going to be partial train, wa- train wreck, but I'm sure it'll be great. Um, on top Good of that... And we say that it's going to be a train wreck... Because of us, not because, because of us. Lydia. No, because Lydia's, Lydia's gonna been do a great for job. Like three months. It's gonna be amazing. I, but the knowing rest of my us are character, mess it up. knowing my character, I you know, he's Anyways, a train conductor. Check out our merch. <laughs> you, also, yeah, check out our merch. Check out our merch. So you know how like in the D and D community, we always talk about like you know not making characters that are just unproductive to the party. Like if you're gonna make a character, don't say anything it about be, Edward. Like somewhat, don't you productive do to the party in <laughs> some way. My character is not. Okay, my okay. character is like Edward, where he's not. <laughs> <laughs> and back to it. And back. Um, no, she has not. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. I I did see, and that's I was gonna I was gonna use that, mm-hmm. but I can't because mm-hmm. I because Cather does not know that. Right. I care a lot for you, Laura. Um, and while I would definitely say I'd be willing to do what it takes to keep everyone else safe, you would be the first one I would do anything for. We're sitting next, like side by side. I'm, I'll, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm swerve around. I'm saying crisscross applesauce now, now in front of her, as I, as I look at her. I understand the loss that comes with loved ones departing. I could never know fully the pain that you have endured because it's yours but I can be here for you and if 
I do die. Malora, I'm dying for a cause that I believe in. For someone who I believe in. Very, a young, strong and capable woman. Now you're just trying to flatter me. Well, it's the truth. And besides, if I'm if fate has charged me with protecting you, I can't really do that on the, in the ground, now can I? Oh, so it's your job. That's why. Well, the job is just happy coincidence. I would do it ten times over again if otherwise. <laughs> I'm bad luck, you know. <laughs> Caring for me is... You might as well be signing your death. Your death. scared of death. Death doesn't have to be sad. It certainly is a lot of times. But it's also an end. An end of the pain. The sadness. safe and to not die but Laura I care for you too much and besides I'm bad luck too so it cancels out right <laughs> you're bad luck you say oh yeah how so it's a long story Drew's like actually like grasping right now. He's like, how do I explain this? <laughs> well, for one thing, I can hardly hit something for the life of me. <laughs> Meanwhile, you are always the one who's saving me, keeping me safe. Quite like that job. Or, I mean, shoot. This entire time, honestly, in many ways, I've been dragging you down. Ever, I mean, ever since I ran into you in that temple, you you were the one who dragged me out of it before that ooze could do something. For the strange creatures that followed, that's you just... I mean... 
although I may have um, reacted very strongly when we first met each other, I'm glad that I am able to also protect you. I mean, I have never been one for one-sided agreements, so to speak. Oh, what do you mean by that? What I mean is you, you say it's your job and that you'd love to protect me. But I didn't think that doesn't mean that I kind of protect you as well. Sounds fair. So in that case, we'll protect each other and neither of us will be dying. Alright. Then I'm happy. Oh. Pull her in for a hug. Real quick, um, does Edward, uh, oh, real quick, um, does Edward, did he see them walk out to the beach? Uh, probably, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool, well, you just hear sheepish footsteps (laughs) (laughs) in the sand. Oh god. Um, Yeah, after I get out of the hug with Melora, I just look behind us and see Edward's like was tiptoeing and he just kind of freezes and he composes himself and he's like um what's going on Edward I I don't mean to interrupt I just Cather I was wondering if we could talk over tea in the morning all right you could talk just briefly right now if you want me to go get Uh, I'm tired honestly I'd rather wait till morning yeah morning morning's great morning's great okay Sorry, and he turns and walks away. <laughs> I just <sighs> I kind of like rest my head on my lord's shoulder for a second. <laughs> what's all that about? Uh, to be honest, I got no idea. I just I didn't I I didn't want to talk to him tonight. <laughs> well, um, it's just at least he wants to talk to you. Yeah, I um. I have some damage control I need to do. <laughs> Alright, about what, if you didn't mind me asking? Well, when we were on the island, and and we kind of had that group talk, hmm. and Havel said what he said about me, Right. I wasn't really understanding really where that came from. Um, until we talked a little bit later. So I think I have some, uh, explaining to do. For the morning, then. Yeah. Until then, um, are you tired, or? Uh, I don't know, DM, what time is it? How long have we been awake for? It's like, you guys have been awake for going on like 16 hours Oof. or so. No, not, no, 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 not. Let me think. Okay, so you guys went there. You didn't we, take rested. A, no, you took a we, long we rest. Took a long rest, and then we keep traveling. You guys have been awake for like nine hours. Yeah, it's been like nine hours. 
Like, you guys woke up and then found the thing and then left. And then proceeded to your six hours of traveling. Uh, and then just boogied on over. It's been like pff, nine hours. You guys have tons of time. It's probably like five. It's probably like dinner time. Mm. Well, I can't <laughs> say I'm tired so much as hungry. Right, maybe we should see what that's all about. Right. Hopefully I don't feel inclined to leave the table again and everyone stare at me awkwardly. Well, sit next to me. And if you feel the um, inclination to leave, then I will go with you. Alright. To the house we go. Alright. Through the... F- we start... Through the... And now that I have Ginger... Up the mountain to Lada's house we go. <laughs> so, Since Ginger... Really okay. quick. <laughs> My understanding is that you are all going to the house, no? Yes. Yes. To eat. Everyone is at the house. Yes. Uh, eat in my flesh. <laughs> as as you approach on the dinner table, ready to be served, is the full oh course god. meal that is Havel. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh god. Oh god. Here, dude. Come on. <laughs> Havel about about a third of the way through his yep, regeneration yep. process. <laughs> oh gosh. What's up, Renaya? Okay, so is everybody there? Yes. Everybody but Tarak is there. Okay. Um. Real close, though. So Renaya's kind of just been sitting there the whole time, just staying by Havel, listening to him scream every now and then, and then go unconscious. And then mumble. Um, And then mumble. Um. So you walk in on that. Nice. Um. Is hi. 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 Is everyone else around? Kind of probably need to talk a little bit about the. Plan. I'll say Edward's on the porch, still writing, so he's in earshot. And maybe get some food. Right. That's a good uh, idea. I need to go into town and grab some food anyway, so I'll let you kids uh, talk while I go get groceries. A lot of pops your head out and says that, and then proceeds to make her way around and like. Look at you, Renaya. Hmm. And then <laughs> leaves. Yeah, she's going shopping at 5 o'clock at night? Well, I mean, if it's a small town, I suppose they can make their own hours. That's probably as, true. As Lada passes Edward, um, he's going to look up and notice her and say, Ah, oh, Lada, stand up quickly and say, I've been meaning to ask you something. I, I don't mean to be a burden, but... It would be really nice if I had somebody to point me in the right direction for regeneration magics. I don't, I didn't learn a lot as I was learning and it would, it would really help. Like healing? Yes. Um, yes, I could, I could show you a little bit if you'd like. Uh. <laughs> um, we don't have to now. Um, I mentioned it to Renaya too, because I knew she learned under you. Um, mm-hmm. so, whatever, whatever you think is best. Um, why don't you talk to me in the morning and we'll see, see what happens. That would be perfect. Um, go on about your business. That's, that's all I wanted. All right. You have a great night, Edward. Hopefully I'll see you soon. You too, Lada. And he sits back down keeps riding. 
she proceeds to make her way into uh, into the town. Okay, well, okay, cool. Renaya is <laughs> gonna look over to Catherine. Um, do you know where Havel would keep his thieves' tools? Uh, Always. I don't know. Do you suppose it's near the tent that he got? What tent? He, he said he bought a tent, right? <laughs> I don't... I, I, I don't think so. Are you sure? Maybe... We, here, let, let's... Um, he mentioned... He just... Is, Pat, is Havel awake or asleep right now? He's... He's, he's asleep. He, he's out. <laughs> he's unconscious. I'm currently in and out of consciousness Perfect. as my body regrows. Yeah. Okay, where's the stuff at? I mean... <laughs> <laughs> you look around... And there's a little, there's one little I, bag off in the yeah, corner have, that you recognize to be Havel's. I'll tell you what, Drew. Why don't you roll an investigation check for me? Sure. <laughs> Wait, can I do one to find his thieves tools? You can assist. Yes. Here, I'll just assist her. She probably has a better intelligence than I do. It's a low bar. <laughs> oh, oh, got him. Oh, oh. <laughs> that was so bad. <laughs> that was so close to a nat one, but then it went to a 19. That was beautiful. Okay, what's, so investigation, 19 plus 3. So 22. <laughs> um, just, I, I gotta double check, make sure that I, I'm giving you the right number. But if I, he, if my inkling is correct. Infinity, no joke. <laughs> um... Not even a natural 20 uh, could reach it. DM. If I were to hide an item or attempt to hide an item in the past tense form, um, what would I... What, what, I'll let you decide. What do I roll to set the DC? Um, roll a stealth check. Ooh, That's perfect. Nice. That's exactly what I needed. 23. Uh, <laughs> oh! <laughs> He doesn't so, get like disadvantage or anything because literally he's well, stripped down he was and holding, has what are you, what are you, anything which, on what the exactly? Okay, well, and then this is okay, an outrage. What exact, okay, what so, it, so so you okay? I'll, I'll give you this. I'll give you this because I, I believe I did specifically state this in the past. And if you're looking for what I think you're looking for, you're probably not going to find it. The thieves' tools you likely find in the bag, kind of nearing the very bottom in a small like like uh, roll, like like an art art roll, but for made for tools. Um, but if you're looking for the specific tools that got yeeted, um, those aren't in the roll. No, <laughs> you said you you said that you like looked at a few and then put them back in their place and rolled it up and put or it they away. Put it, I think they... Did I? Yeah. I, I specifically you, remember you, that. I made a mental I thought I, I thought I shoved them in my boot, but sure, we'll go with that. Why not? You probably just, you have a better just, memory than I do. Just let it happen. I have let it happen. Terrible memory. Go for it. Shh, shh. <laughs> Check if he has a tent. So you, Check if he has a tent. You find. I'm unconscious. You find sooner the, or later, I'm sure you find them. <laughs> you find the roll of thieves tools, and it are the two melted thieves tools as well. Do okay. we find a tarp as well? Um. You find a tarp. You don't find a tent. Man, I really thought that he had bought a tent. Maybe he went out for one and then there was no one to buy. I suppose that's probably possible. Well, I guess we could use a tarp. It's gonna be- Ada might have a tent. I mean, didn't know if she does much adventuring anymore, but- Uh, Renaya, do you, would Lada maybe have a tent? 
I mean, maybe. Maybe. Huh. Apple screens. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. Why do you guys need a tent? Well, Melora and I were kind of thinking that we might go and sleep by the tree towards the entrance of town. And, well, for my sake at least, if, and I guess Melora, since she, we decided she probably wasn't going to sleep in the tree itself, we'd need something to sleep in. Why not here? I'd look to Melora. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fairly certain I'm going to have a nightmare and being close to nature is very comforting okay shoot a look at Cather <laughs> <laughs> apple screams <laughs> okay. okay I'm wait so, you described the tools are like melted. Yeah. So the actual like pick heads where there would be all the little um, chambers, the the extrusions that would open the chambers, it's all melted away. It's just a little ring where his fingers would like hold on to, and then like a little bar that's then melted on the tips. I still think it could work. Renai like holds them up. Well, no, it's not gonna work. I'm just gonna start putting them back. <laughs> what? What were you going to do? I'm just gonna. I figured out this cool thing I could do, and I can like fix things. But if stuff is missing, I can't do it. Oh. Yeah, you check that spell, DJ. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. I'm checking the spell. I, I literally just, just read it. You can believe me. <laughs> but the, okay, but I am the, the DM. I can rule the Yeah, that's rule true. Okay, cool. I support you. And you this know, is the excitement of, sad. of our Let show. Let me suffer. Where DJ right now, flips DJ through every book he owns. He's searching for a loop. Anyway, R Ryan is more of a fan of the rule of sad than he is the rule of Ryan. <laughs> Let me suffer. <laughs> Isn't the rule of wholesome a thing, DJ? It should no. be. It should be. So, unfortunately, with the pieces melted off, you would need two pieces to put together. Wah, wah, wah. So, you're doing great, okay. Lydia. I, I love um, the fact that you know this game, like the back of your hand. You're freaking crushing it. Doing awesome. I, as a DM, appreciate you. As a player. Maybe... Do I think by any chance... Lotto would have some spare thieves tools lying around. <laughs> you would know that Lotta is a woman of many talents she and is. skills. She is amazing. And burglary is not one of them. I, so could potentially <laughs> have something along those okay, lines. You're I'm gonna really go sure look in the where. kitchen utensils. DM. And start looking. <laughs> for for future reference. Roll an investigation check. For future reference, um, I, I had to double confirm this because I didn't want to be wrong. Um, but I'm pretty sure the end of a pick is called a rake. A rake? See, I didn't know that. That's good to know. I think <laughs> it depends on the type of lock. I think some of them are rakes. I think some of them aren't. I don't know. I also don't lock things. <laughs> anyway, um, do we... What did you get? I got a 12. Yeah. You know, kitchen tools, thieves tools, they're really not the same thing. 
I grab like a fork and I turn to Cather and I'm like, do you think he'll be mad if I put a fork on his tools? (laughs) It would be kind of funny. Track is going to awkwardly walk around the corner of the building, just past Edward, not say anything. Edward doesn't say anything either. (laughs) That's a good plan. Track, there you are. Um, Is that like disrespectful? Do I, Track? Do you know? Hmm? I mean. Is it respectful to have thieves' tools in the first place? No. Hevel takes offense. I mean, (laughs) they're literally tools that are used for thieving. Hey, it's a profession. He screams. To us so far, a few times at least, right? Maybe when she gets back, I can ask if she has them somewhere, and then I can ask Havel if it's okay. Or locksmiths. Thieves. That's different. All okay. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. She's just gonna go and try and put everything back. Romaya, what, okay. What you put you, everything back. What are you trying to do? What's, what did I miss? I'm trying to fix his thieves' tools because oh. he was like really upset him, and I, he's in a lot of pain right now. So I thought that would be a nice thing to wake up to, you know. Um. So, I mean, a lot of probably. What does Marv do? Um, aggressive. Aggressive? <laughs> <laughs> Pick your verb. Well, uh, I, I don't like to generalize dwarves, but does, does he like? Can he make anything? Most of them are does, good with Does he just, or does he just like hit things aggressive. like I do? I mean, people uh, can do both. I'm I'm sure he's got plenty of skills. They all are super skilled. I will wait. Aggressive stab. I will wait. Renai prepares. Prepares all right. action. I will <laughs> hold my returns. action. All right. <laughs> until... um, in the meantime, though, since Havel is not awake yet and probably won't be screams. Uh, for a little while. Uh. Perhaps we can discuss our plan of action in the morning? Yeah, that sounds that sounds good. Yeah? Alright, cool. So wait, are you saying that we should discuss our plan for the morning, or wait to discuss, discuss our plan in the morning? In the morning? I mean, if... Havel if screams. Havel was awake right now, <laughs> <laughs> then, then it would be fine. I would love to talk right now. That way we could figure out what we want to do because we have we kind of have a list of things we need to take care of now. We have a list. We have a lot. And we need to figure out what we want to do, like soon. Um, <gasps> but we need ev- well, we need everyone I, for that. I'm thinking that perhaps, and I, um, Melora looks at Havel. Didn't know if we're gonna be ready for the things on our list by tomorrow. <clears throat> Maybe we take a day um, of rest? Looks at Havel. Yeah, that's a good idea. Hey, Edward. So, yes. c- can you come in here for a second? Oh, God. Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> he closes his book. Thank you. And he that's the sound it makes. And then he, uh, <laughs> he walks through Clearly. the door. Uh, looks at Havel and he says, Well, at least he's getting better. <laughs> Oh my. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, yes, what do you need? Well, we were discussing, like, our plan. Or at least 
for tomorrow. Planning you... to, to take some time to plan. Oh, good. Um, but given the Havel's states of being currently, we don't know what he's going to look like in the morning. You'll be happy to know, Edward, that you may have to take as much time as you want in the morning to have your tea and do absolutely nothing. <laughs> okay. I think, I think, yeah, I think we want to, like, take some time to relax. Honestly, that sounds great. I'd love to relax a little bit. Should From the fade of fortresses... Is, to a beach. Is that your is that your working <laughs> title? Uh, working? Um, I guess that's what I've it's been doing. I, I'm ready for tea. Let's have tea. You want tea now? Huh? Well, Lada was going to get supplies for dinner. Oh, yes, that would be rude, wouldn't it? Although we can wait. I mean, we haven't really hung out as a group together in a while. We haven't. What have we been doing? <laughs> well, um, revise. We have not really talked as a group. But that wasn't like like just in a fun way. In a in a not there's a problem to fix sort of way. A fun way. Aye. A fun Edward's way. also um, puzzled. Um, all right. Well, all right. Could, so um... so tomorrow we'll take we'll take the day. We'll relax. We'll have and introduce the term fun to you two and we'll go from there i can I'm, have fun i mean i know what fun is i'm I a just, fun guy cather were we not were we not having fun i was having a great time i think we could have even more fun Drag, what do orcs do for fun hmm? no. don't answer that you don't Sometimes want to know cather we... let him speak well Edward. Uh, it's, uh, if you're a child of the Ilnaval, sometimes you sharpen blades using a grindstone coated with blood. Mm, yes, um, fun. Oh, man. Well, and then uh, priests <laughs> of Luthic, uh, they, I mean, sometimes trading poison can be just blast. Oh, bring out the pom-poms. <laughs> We're making poison. <laughs> and then they, well, actually, they, they, then, uh, they paint their males with it. Um, so uh, that's fun. Okay, so so so, so let let me get this straight. Well, the the one story that I know, well, actually that's not true. I know a few stories about orcs. The only one that seems to be true of you so far is the fact that you still find fun in like war. Well, fun in war. It's it's not exactly it's like it's not a pastime. It's just kind of what we do. Yes, I I know um, that. We like to live by the idea that someone who is trained every day in their life will never defeat someone who's having fun. That's just if they if they believe that this whole fight and war, if that is a task to them rather than simply a way of being and that's something that they can enjoy well, they'll never win to someone who has that. So, spirit is more rewarding than skill. Yeah. And that's so interesting. My dad taught me the opposite. 
I mean, if you're just going about your days having a grand old time all the time, and you never buck down and do the work, then you won't really get very far. That's interesting. The goal is to have joy in the work. If you don't enjoy the work, then it is worse job than something you enjoy. Mm. When you put it that way, it's... yeah. Makes a lot of sense to me. So the orcs enjoy war, and that's why we're the best at it. He's got a point. Right, makes a lot of sense, actually. Right. Well, on that lovely note, uh, I'm going to step outside, away from the screaming man. That's a good idea. So just get me when dinner's ready. And I will st- step outside. <laughs> I just, like, and lay down. also go back to the porch. In the I grass. Will, yeah, I will... I will just go and I will sit um, outside and just like be close and then I will take out Ginger and kind of just like talk to her and like ask her about her run and everything like that. Yeah, she starts chittering her way, excitedly telling you all about her run and her frolic through the grass. Um, Yeah, you guys hang out for a little bit and wait for Lada to return with uh, groceries and supplies. And it takes way longer than it should. Um, as you three who are outside kind of look about, you know, an hour later or so, wondering where Lada is, you can see her, you, you see her in the village. And she goes over to this other house and knocks on the door, you see Marv open the door, she enters, and they close the door, and then she just never leaves. Oh. So, yeah, about two or three hours go by before you guys eventually would see Lada again. So if you guys want to talk about anything, do anything, Ugh. you have time. <laughs> <laughs> otherwise... Well, Edward's just chilling, writing down stuff. Okay. How's Havel's healing process going? Yeah, how is that going? Slow, slow and painful. Yeah, so like, DJ, if you were to that give me uh, as you begin to like math it out, you think that it's roughly going to take about the extent of a long rest to really get him back oh. to the point where he's conscious most that of the time. That makes sense. Wow, I'm I'm killing it out here, guys. Yeah. Um, you know, regrowing. 50% of the human body is a... We should have, uh, we should have waited until everyone was going to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you know what? Yeah, I got two, three hours. It's yeah, cool. let's go, Tarak. Tarak um, will... Uh, he'll step outside and see... Uh, so, okay. So, who all is close to the house within ear range? Everyone, right? Everyone. Okay, great. Don't care. Um... <laughs> He'll uh, kind of like awkwardly stand uh, in front of the door next to where Edward is sitting. Edward, you see his eyes, like you see his head turn a little bit and his eyes slowly look over. And then he Staying slowly looks back down on his book and keeps writing. Um, He'll uh, not exactly turn towards Edward, but you can tell that it is pointed at him. Um, you know, in the Crimson Wastes, there is a, there is a point 
a place not quite close to the ocean, but not quite far from it either. You can still see it. And in the mornings, when the rim of the sun just crests over the edge of the horizon and the sky turns red, the light will reflect off of the sands and cover the ocean turning to red like a sea of blood which I'm sure to you sounds disturbing yeah it does thank you for that <laughs> but the comparison to blood is something that the orcs have made themselves I used to travel to that place on one of the highest dunes of course, they shift around frequently, but some of them tend to stay a little higher. And I would stay there and I realized that it isn't the same color of blood, um, which is more like copper. Uh, so, you're sa so you're telling me that in all of your investigative work, you determined that the color of the sea at sunset was more of a copper color? No. The that's Wait, a color the color of blood. Way. Have you never seen blood? Blood is more copper, and the sea is less copper color. Well, yes, it looks like ruby. Ruby? Yes, a sea of rubies. You know what rubies look like? Of course I do. Those are quite precious. Where did you see them? Um, I had a friend. A friend? Ah. Yes. And he probably just handed them over, didn't he? Or did you get them another way? Well, I don't have them. Okay. Ah, he just had them. You don't have yes. them with you. No. Okay, good. Well, I was getting alarmed. Um, and Edward goes back to writing and says... And then he stops himself and he kind of tilts his head up at track and he says... What do you want? Um, I don't know about want anything, but a while ago, you said something regarding me, uh, returning to the Crimson Wastes, and I think it was meant at a slight, but I didn't quite take it as that, mainly Due to the fact that there are some things there that I really do miss. You miss things from the Crimson Wastes? Well, yes. How could... how could that be? I've heard horrifying tales of the place. Oh, there are many terrible, terrible things there. What's worth missing? Sandrats? It's his home. The scorching heat? <laughs> You're not a very good listener, are you, Edward? Well, I'm listening to you now. I, at this point, I sit up out of the grass. It's his home, Edward. Anyone can find something that they enjoy about their home. Even the most terrible places. I used to hear stories back home about the drow. They live in the deepest, darkest, some of the most dangerous places in the world. Under the ground. And yet, it's is claimed by some to be one of the most beautiful. Really? 
The drow is one that I don't know a lot about. I've heard basic things, but you're, you're claiming that they live in a worse terror than the Crimson Wastes? Maybe not worse. Very much so. Oh my. But, again, if it's no place is so bad that you can't find something you appreciate about it. Unless you're, like, in the Nine Hellos, I guess, but... <laughs> yeah. Um, do you suppose... So, so you're saying, do you suppose that those that are of the Nine Hells, supposedly, mm -hmm. are you saying that they would enjoy it there? Probably. Like, what if somebody was born in, like, the worst place possible? Tarak, did you ever have that's... times when you wanted out of the Crimson Wastes? Every day. But you still miss it. Yes. I just don't understand. Perhaps it's something you need to see with your own eyes. The Crimson Wastes? Well, yes. <laughs> I don't know how long I'd last there. <laughs> I don't think so. I think that what's beautiful and what's terrible are very subjective based on your upbringing based on where you came from um, but memories as a child are usually quite fond most of the time and so when you associate that time of your life where good things happened where you were happy it makes the place that you were in during those memories, no matter how scary it may seem to another, something very much worth missing. Hmm. So, so Tarek, just because it puzzles me, do you have memories of the Crimson Wastes that you're fond of? Of course I do. There are times, um, in that place that I mentioned, high above the sands, with, well, normally the tribe was at my back when I was there. That the winds, the ever-blowing winds, would stop for just a moment. The dust would clear, and the sun would rise over the edge of the horizon. And the sea would turn into a field of rubies and the sands into a land of gold. There was no sound. The air was completely still. And still in the sky, you could see the moon, full and yellow. It was peaceful. Now, most of the time, after that split second, it would return to what it is, where the sands are soaked with blood and red and copper. And the sea would return to being blue and filled with terrible things. The sun would rise, the winds would pick up, and the sand would blow and sear the skin from your bones. Most of the time it was terrible, but there were many times when there's nothing more beautiful. Are you going to respond, or are we just going to stand here awkwardly while Katha sits in the wet grass? <laughs> huh. 
I don't know, I was just thinking maybe it'd be worth seeing if, you know, you could only be there for a split second and not have to endure the blistering winds and the cold and the heat. Oh, I'm sure you'd make it there, Edward. Do you think I would make it through the crimson wastes? Yeah. Edward. You're too stubborn. Tarak, do you think... Do you think I would make it through the Crimson Wastes, Tarak? Alone? Yeah, I thought that was implied. <laughs> I never said anything of the sort. Oh my goodness, Edward. Even when I left the Wastes, I was never truly alone. Edward, you don't... I... Okay. Okay, Tarak. You don't have to... Catherine, did you have something? You don't have to be. <laughs> <laughs> Edward, you don't. It's have okay, Catherine. You can just <laughs> say it. Grant, <laughs> <laughs> you are the worst. Oh my god. Oh, <sighs> okay. Anyway, <laughs> Edward, you don't have to be alone. None of us do. I mean, if you want to be, I suppose we can let you walk away. But you don't have to be. Look at all of the things that you have been through already. I know. What? I mean, why does this have to be about me all of a sudden? I thought we were I'm talking about the Crimson Waste. We, we were. I'm I sorry. was talking about the Crimson Waste. I was just talking to Renaya about history and about your your own thoughts and stuff like that, and. <sighs> There's a lot on my mind. I wouldn't. I don't want to talk about it. Are Let's go sure? back You're to talking about the talking crimson waste. Few skills. My my father taught me how to talk well. Hmm. Doesn't mean I want to do it all the time. Mm, yes. Speaking of history, um, Katha, you were talking about the drow, right? How much do you actually know about them? I mean. As a moon elf, more than most. Hmm. But I can't say I know everything. I mean, are, no one can know everything. You, I mean, the drow are the, um, the mourned enemies of my people. Who, who are your people again? Remind me. Well, I, I, I'm sorry, it's been a while since we've... In, the, in a common tongue, we are simply known as Moon Elves. Ah. We live far north in rolling plains of beauty. A distant country, right? Yes. I just can't recall the name. And I, uh, well, I grew up in Mooncari. A fairly peaceful place, although we had our share of encounters with the drought. Um, I was usually safely tucked away. I wasn't that skilled of a fighter then. Um, but we've grown up being told many stories. And do you miss things from your childhood? Are there things that you deem missable, I suppose you could say. 
brotherhood. You had family. I mean, I still have. But when I was young, I and learning, there was always a bond you had with your peers. Sometimes some would think it would be unbreakable, but time time proves that's not always true. My people also tell tales of the drow, and through other things I've learned their history is actually very, very rich. They have, they are capable of great and very terrible things. You know, there's a story, um, actually, that it was a, a, a drow and a tailor who first, first so, sewed the sky. The stars are just holes in the tapestry made by an all. Of course, that was before. They called the time before rules, when things were great and terrible, and old men with long beards would stand on top of mountains and rain fire and lightning across the lands. I haven't heard that one. Nor have I. Do your. Do you think? Sorry. Do you know when that supposed was supposed to have taken place? Oh, long, long before the Elven Wars? I'm much before. It is not an order story at all. And do you think the sky is actually a tapestry with holes in it? I think that Edward a, a big issue of yours is that you have a tendency to look without seeing and to listen without hearing. I think that every story has some form of truth behind it, whether or not it's a fairy tale or a history book, because as you should know, very rarely is history written by a loser. Hmm. Yeah, that's fair. Again, I don't know how this became about me, and quite honestly, I don't know what you mean. Just well, speaking in riddles. You talked much about Amos, correct? And how he was... You had only heard stories of him and not believed. Well, yes. Correct, and... But now, you have... Well, in a way, you have seen him. And you have seen the things that he has done. You have met um, someone he has loved and met someone he has mentored. So... Suddenly, the stories are not so... Pretend anymore. So you're implying that I haven't tried hard enough to find the answers? I think that you are trying too hard to find the answers. I think the answers are already there. For example, perhaps the sky isn't made of fabric with holes in them that show the light from beyond. But what are the stars? How did they get there? Who made them? Most things don't come into being without something happening. Was it the gods or was it a man? Or one for that point. Could be anyone. Cosmos is a great mystery. Hmm. But the cosmos is just a reflection of what you see around you. How did anything happen? People think, and I believe, um, as did my friend, that 
the riddles and questions that we have regarding life and the things around us. Perhaps the answers have already been told, and most often they're told in stories and tales. See, People don't have an apt way of explaining them, so see, they tell a story. These are... they're all just in hypotheticals, though. Like, we could talk in hypotheticals all day, all night, and we could come up with ideas and concepts, but without actually finding the true, the true answers, without tangibly being able to compartmentalize things, you'll never actually know. Tell me a truth. A truth. Okay. Um, ah, if you put water in a pot, and you put that, wa- that pot over a fire, that water is going to boil. We know that because the water gets hot, starts bubbling. There you go. It's hot. What happens if you're at a different elevation? The same thing, I think. Right? Mm, not quite the case, depending on pressure and where you are. Also, um, well, there's a lot of different factors, but the boiling point changes. How do you know this? Because I'm not a fool. <laughs> Excuse me? There's no such thing as a guaranteed truth. At this point, real quick, I'm, I, this is where Cather stands up. It goes over to the door, opens the door. Where's Renaya? Oh, I, I imagined that the door was open and Renaya was kind oh, of Oh yeah, I didn't close it. I've just yeah. been kind of standing in the open doorway for like a little while. Okay. Is Renaya there though? Yeah. I'll kind of wave her to come out and join us. And then Edward continues as as she uh, do you do you? She kind of like looks at Catherine and then looks back at Havel, and I realize that I'm awkwardly standing in the doorway and Catherine's rushing <laughs> so, past me. I'm, I'm you, so just sorry. See, you just see you just see Renaya like peek around. <laughs> How's he doing? uh, Healing, I think. Still screaming at like every 10 minute interval? Yeah. Okay, and she's gonna go over to Cather. And then Edward continues, Is it not an absolute truth that Havel was cursed and that his flesh was being eaten away? Is it not an absolute truth that the temples are lying, were were lying on the floor? That they were no longer standing up? To me, to only think in hypotheticals is foolish. I think there's there's legitimate steps you can take to ensure that you know the answer. I think that's what history is. That's what the stories were getting to, but they never got there. We're on the path to understanding what's best, right? But we're not going to get there if we just tell stories. We have to push on. Yes. But... Perhaps in the Feywild, those temples never stood to begin with. Cather, what do you think? You talk about you talk about things that were supposed to happen and whatnot. Do you think there are things that are true that are just true, or do you think everything is just hypotheticals and wishy-washy, a big ball of blah? What do you think? Hmm. Um. Are you now okay? Edward, I'm going to clarify something. 
Are you asking me for my opinion because it's related to destiny, or just my opinion? I thought those were one and the same. <laughs> uh, just your opinion, yeah. I mean, to, to be honest, I don't know. I mean, how could I? But I also think that I would go mad if I focused on it too much. I do think that there's purpose and there's meaning to people's lives. But people also make their own choices on a day-by-day -day basis. And that leads to different things happening every day. And when it comes to reality and whether or not gravity is real or not, I don't really know that it's something of concern to me. That's fair. <sighs> I think it is good to search for the truth, but I do not think that it is wise to disregard things that may not be fully realized. If the hints are there, you might as well take them. That's that's fair. Gathering gathering the evidence, gathering the puzzle pieces, the hints. Yes, I, I see. Now, Tarak, I'm not going to lie. I do quite enjoy your stories at times. But I do have to take them in a grain of salt, because I don't think the sky is a tapestry. <laughs> see, that's what I'm talking about. You're taking it too real. There's too much there. You see, you don't take it as literal. It's a metaphor. I thought that I'm the one who just learned how to speak this language, like, a few years ago. I shouldn't be the one giving a grammar lesson. I can't even read. I mean, Edward, if you look up at the sky right now, look at the stars. He does. What else could you describe that as than a tapestry? Think very carefully before you answer. <laughs> sure, it's not physically made of leather or cloth. But it certainly is that fulfills that same purpose of beauty. As you look up to the sky, especially for you, Edward, uh, for the first time, you begin to notice just how many stars there actually are. In Othala, half the time you can't even see the stars. Uh, you can't even see the sky, especially where you were from, in the backside of the cave. Uh, the night sky was a sliver of something that you could kind of see through the window just over the lip of the cave if there weren't any clouds out and around. But here, out on the field, where there's no torches, there's not an artificial light source hanging from a cave, and where there's nothing, you can see the billions of stars in the sky and you begin to recognize some of the constellations that you've read about that you studied you can see uh, minus the door the bowl you can see the six-fingered hand of Graz you can see a very regal constellation known as Regulus that you have come to know is 
based off of Terracolomos, um, this three-headed dragon-esque figure flying through the sky. Um, you can see the trees and Icarus and the bear and these constellations that you studied but never had the chance to actually see. And you look through the night sky and for the first time in your life you can recognize the book knowledge to the physical and they become, not that this hasn't happened before, but when it comes to constellations, you can blend those two worlds that you are now living, the, academic, the academics that you grew up with, with the real life that you were discovering. Edward stands there for a moment and says, I have never seen so many stars in one place. You can see the constellations. They're the ones I read about. There's Minus, the the bowl constellation. There's, is it here? Yes. There's even the three-headed dragon. That was based on Terracolomos. Now, one, I, I don't think it's a tapestry, but for the sake of poetic expression, tapestries are beautiful, the sky's beautiful, it makes sense to me. There you go. But I still don't think the sky is a tapestry. <laughs> <laughs> it is a nice it is a nice sentiment though. Oh, that's good enough for me. I'm glad you're satisfied. <laughs> now this he holds up his book. He says, I've been recording. What happened on that island? And to be quite honest with you, I think it's quite good. And this is he smacks it and he says, This is the truth. This is what I love. Now I do love expression. Yes, music. I love music. But music, you don't need words. It can, it can still have the exact meaning that it intended. It's different. To me, this, this is like music. But again, stories are nice too. Man, what is taking Lana so long? <laughs> My goodness. You know, I'm sorry. Eventually, at a right about this point, Renaya, you get a little, you get the little notification from your scroll. You haven't done yet. I was just right. Please come. Home. <laughs> <laughs> about three minutes later. Lada appears in your guys' view as uh, she's carrying one of those like um, like string bags, um, like the, the woven bags that hold, like that they stretch and they hold a lot of your groceries, um, the very like boho bags. Um, and she's carrying one of those with a variety of different um, ingredients and food in it and begins carrying it in and seeing all of you guys standing awkwardly outside, she just says, sorry, I... Uh, I got caught up talking to Marv. I go to help her bring things in. <laughs> she hands you the one bag. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so, should we uh should we have some yes. dinner? Is it seafood again? Uh no, I actually have some cured pork. In oh. that case, I am so in. Do we want to wake up Pavel? I think he's I'm, got a while. I mean you're welcome to try. 
Maybe in, when he opens his mouth to scream, we can like stick some blood in it. <laughs> I don't think that's a great I mean, he'll idea. probably choke, but nourishment is nourishment. <laughs> that tickled me. <laughs> you know, we just took, we well, just I, uh, took all this time to make sure he didn't die, so maybe we don't. Right. Right. I think it's better. Well, let's just start by making some food, and then we can see if he wants any. Um, and she begins stepping inside and preparing. Meanwhile, um, a Havel, meal for what you have guys. you been doing this whole time? Please, please enlighten us. <laughs> yeah, Havel. In a brief summary. <clears throat> no, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> no. Um, a lot of mumbling. What you mumbling about? Um, I, hey man, do you have the observant feet? I was there for like five minutes. <laughs> That's up to the DM if you if he, you can suss it, that out. From from the little bit of time that you spent in there, it was mostly confident reassuring. Um, so he's talking himself up. He's like, "We're gonna get through this." You're gonna make him. No, I mean, <laughs> not quite. More like your abs look so like, good. You're gonna make it. You're ripped, man. Just keep going. The, the best way I can describe it is a strange mixture of calling out to someone, then reassuring people, and then apologizing. All in a very non-cohesive nice. order. Well, so, uh, <laughs> yeah. Deal. Um, and you can't really piece out exactly what he's saying. You just mm. know that he's mumbling things. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then in between all of that, slow, slightly coming to realizing how much agonizing pain he's in, uh, panic screaming, and then his body immediately shutting down once more. <laughs> <laughs> so that's on that's on a much more like longer like periodic yeah. case mm. after a little while uh, Lada eventually has dinner made and ready um, and she just has it all out on the counter and just says it's um it's family style tonight so just take what you want uh, I actually was in a really good conversation with Marv so I'm gonna go back over there um, Rini, if you want to come with us, you're welcome to. Uh, but you guys, you know, the house is yours. Do what you want with it. Uh, please don't burn it or tear it down or yeet it into the ocean. But yeah. Anyway, I'm going to go back over here. If it's family style, we should all wash our hands. Just, just say. That's yeah. fair. Yeah, probably. Alright. Is there a place Sweet. to do that here? There's a little sink with a big old barrel of water next to it. Perfect. Edward Skidaddle's over there and waves everyone. Come on, everyone. Let's wash our hands. Renaya, are you going to go with her? Um, I, I'm gonna stay while Havel is still not okay. That's very fair. Do you want to come with Tarak? What? No. You go. Okay. It's... Ooh, Come on, Marv would enjoy your company. You I'm sure you have many stories. <laughs> It'd be fine. Come on, it'll be great. And she grabs a, a, a piece of cured pork, sticks it in her mouth, and then just kind of folds her hands behind her and walks out. 
great. Well, I guess it, um, I, I, I guess I mean, I'm going track, over track, there you now. You don't have to go if you don't want to. You, you. But, but I gotta want but you do, it's Have fun, uh, Track. Uh, go. Track, you should go over there. Yes. <laughs> Please go over there. He just, okay. he like, just dips his hands in the water. <laughs> <laughs> just like shows his whole arm. Oh, in the whole barrel. No. And then he uh, he just like fills up a plate with as much food as he can grab in one go. That'll like only kind of fall off the plate. And then like just kind of start shoveling into his mouth as he runs towards the other house. Laura will wait until everyone has cleaned their hands for her to clean hers and then take out Ginger and clean her paws because she was running around everywhere and um, make sure that she has clean enough paws to sit on the table while she eats. Edward says, you know you're cleaning her with dirty water, right? Well, you know you cleaned your hands with... He He dunked his hands in the the whole barrel. Yes, but I did it before he went. Well, I'm just saying. We can cure a curse. We can cure any sickness. I, wa- I wash my hands. I'm immune to diseases <laughs> now, so. <laughs> Same. <laughs> I don't know how I know that, but I just do. I've lived with squirrels for many years, so I think if I had a few diseases. I believe it hard enough. So now I'm immune to diseases. <laughs> Real quick, can Edward find tea materials? You find the tea oh, materials yeah. easy. He makes, the whole he makes cabinet tea. for tea. He makes tea and offers oh, yeah. it. Oh, I'll take some of that. But he... Sure. All right. And he... He'll get on some of that tea. Actually hands out some cups and pours little teas. Whoever wants little... it. And sits down and be like, This is luxury. Kind of. But in light of what we've been doing, this is luxury. And he takes a sip and eats some pork. Just, just an FYI. You might... Edward's very intelligent. Probably has a very good memory. Havel has a tea set, if I remember correctly. He does, yes. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. probably cursed. A very good tea set as well. Yes, a very fine but tea set. But would he very high, go rummaging very... through your stuff, though? Edward doesn't. We already did. Edward did. doesn't. Edward <laughs> He purposefully <laughs> avoids it. Uh, he uses Lotus. Sorry, Havel. So, you guys all eat dinner, have your tea, um, and at this point it begins to get to the point where you all... Uh, know that you, it should be about time to be going to bed. I try. I find. I find Whoa. the tarp. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. You find the tarp pretty easily. Correct. Um. Thank you, Edward, for the tea. Um, oh, my pleasure. Renaya. Um. Good night. I. Renaya just holds her arms out for a hug. <laughs> <laughs> she will take a hug. I'll see you in the morning. Um, okay. Keep an eye on Havel, I know. You're good. I'll be right here, so if you... I'm sure you'll be fine looking at Cather, but then it's like... But I'll be right here. Thank you very much, I appreciate that. I'll see you tomorrow. Okay. And she'll be holding Ginger and she'll kind of like go up to Cather and be like, Are you ready to go? I, yeah. Alright, and she'll, um, lead. As you guys start walking out, uh, Edward goes, Oh, wait! And he, like, stands up, kind of clumsily, and, like, kind of, like, walks quickly over to Catherine, and he goes, he leans in, he says, In the morning, around dawn, roughly, preferably right before dawn, where should we meet to talk about things? 
could just meet here, get some food, and then maybe find somewhere to talk, I guess? Yes, find somewhere to but talk. we can meet here. That would be good. Let's meet here, okay? Great. Hey, is Edward facing me? No. Wait, is he? I mean, I don't know. Well, I have In my mind, he was. Um, he was facing well, the door. No, but so it's very Catherine, obvious. It's very yeah, obvious. I have a passive perception of 18. <laughs> it's in the middle of the room. Like, what by the doorway. Ears. <laughs> ears here. Dinner, worry, Edward. He'll be there. That wasn't for you. I just pat him on the shoulder. That's all right. <laughs> Ow. I'll make um, sure to have tea ready. Sounds good. Thank you. <laughs> as they head out, Renai's just watching Edward. Edward awkwardly turns around and he says, It's about bedtime, isn't it? <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah. I think I'll take this side of the room. Okay. Yeah. And then Renaya is going to wait until she knows Edward is asleep. Okay. And kill him. <laughs> <laughs> this has all been a ploy to just assassinate Edward. <laughs> Calm down. So, Melora and Catherine. You guys begin heading over to uh, the center of town where you can see that there's one kind of central tree that this town has been built around. Um, kind of this pale grayish, almost like a gray oak type tree um, with just enough of a low branch that you think that you could throw the tarp over and have a pseudo tent. Um, Great. You guys get your camp quote unquote set up um, and prepare for bed. Perfect. With everybody going to bed, we're going to come back to Tarek and Renaya and a bunch of other stuff, but we're going to take our break right now. Um, so we'll be back in like 10 or 15 minutes, um, and we'll keep talking and hanging out and having hopefully eventually a beach episode. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it'll be great. So we're we'll be back in the, kind of just been a little on a bit. kind of I a mean, beach episode. Yeah, yeah. We've been on near the, the beach. beach. So we are back. Um... As everybody is going to bed, Renaya, you have stayed awake, just kind of waiting for specifically Edward to go to sleep, but everybody has um, has slowly either made their way back, Lada making her way back, and Tarak making their way back from just hanging out with Marv. Um, and now everybody that's going to be at the house has returned and proceeded to go to bed. What would you like to do? All right. I am going to start looking for my dagger. Okay. Um, yeah, go ahead and roll an investigation check. By the way, DM, I mapped it out. Havel's long rest would have ended at about 1 a.m. Okay. Um, dirty 20. Okay. Yeah, you go through and... Um, you know where Lada keeps a lot of the um, relics from her adventures. You know, either items that she deemed were too dangerous to be put in anybody else's charge, or, um, you know, just tokens from her different adventures, or, you know, her treasures that she's collected. Um, she has a few different spots that she likes to keep these. Um, 
there's technically an attic that she has put an enchantment on to, uh, or she had an enchantment put on to keep it um, blended into the roof. Um, and so you know that technically just past the barrel that you wash your hands at because there's technically a missing cabinet. There's actually a ladder that goes up into this little attic space. Um, and so you pull the barrel aside and begin making your way up this invisible ladder. If anybody was watching you, it looked like you were climbing the wall itself. Um, and you rise up into this very small, cramped and packed full attic space of different chests of shapes and sizes um, and barrels. This is where a lot of her treasure is. Um, as you go through, you don't know which quite chest it's in, but you open up different chests to, you know, chests full of gold and rubies and diamonds and gems and all of this stuff, um, aside from diamonds, no diamonds, no, no, <laughs> I saw you track. Um, but a variety of um, valuable, uh, monetary valued trinkets and items and, and coins uh, you open up on other things, you know, broken pieces of armor, weapons, um, spears, and then you open up on a, you push one chest aside and you can see tucked under um, an old fishing net is one smaller box. Um, a box that you recognize. There's a box that you carried of different things from your childhood. Um, and you open it and inside, the first thing you can see is your sheath dagger, um, about a foot and a half long uh, with this delicately, it's sort of beefy, um, with this almost elven curved um, design to it and the handle that's delicately carved in this very ceremonial um, <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I wasn't exaggerating. That's about as long as it is. Um, this ceremonial uh, tool, almost, as you were taught about it, um, along with a variety of other papers and notes and um, a few diaries from your childhood and a lot of those memories and things that you left behind and potentially could want. Um, but yeah. Um. Whenever Renaya sees the dagger, it's just eyes locked on it for a moment. Mm. Um, and she kind of has to build up the courage to take it. Mm -hmm. And she very quickly, like, tries to hide it on her person, but <laughs> also is hiding it from herself. <laughs> uh -huh. um, and then she will very, very thoughtfully try to put back everything the way she saw it. Okay, yeah, easy enough. Um, it was already a chaotic mess. The, um, the dust that you moved around is a little bit harder to replicate, but with some creative uses of some cantrips and stuff like that, you managed to get the dust to kind of resettle over this attic space, quote-unquote. Um, you then tuck the blade within your clothing somewhere, and um, can proceed to make your way down into the attic. And then Renaya will settle nearby Havel and she'll do her ritual. Okay, perfect. Um, just as you are coming, well, first of all, as you're going through your ritual, normally you can, as you connect with yourself and, and your inner self, you can feel the different presences within you. And usually it's, the meditation is this way of bolstering yourself and making 
if we were to use a two wolves analogy, you are feeding the good wolf, quote unquote. But going through this ritual, it's the toughest time that you've had in a while. Uh, even though you just recently are coming out of of a little bit of a um, temptation, just being in possession of this weapon makes your enemy so much stronger in its spirit and morale. And it makes your ritual that much harder and that much more painful to go through. But as you come towards the end of it, you begin to notice that Havel has begun to stop moaning and screaming and has more fallen into a more of a, a deep slumber. Okay. Um, yeah, I'll just, I'm going to stay settled exactly where I am. Okay, perfect. You huddle there, trying to find rest, which eventually does find you after a good long while of just trying to quiet your mind and find some semblance of peace. But eventually rest does find you. Rest finds you all. As you all begin to take in this much needed sleep, this um, regenerative period for you guys as you recuperate from the several months of almost non-stop movement and battle and reactions and problem solving. And as you're all sleeping, most of you begin to feel stronger. Like your bodies are finally having a moment to recover. But Melora, as you sit under the ashen tree, this ashen oak, this graying oak, with Catherine next to you, trying to find your peace, your place where you can go to find that rest and that uh, recovery. For a moment, you slip into it. And then it feels as if you awaken right away. But now, you're in the same spot. You're still under the tree. You still see Cather. Ginger's still on your chest. And you look around. And you feel almost a sense of dread. Very quickly you realize that the tent is no longer there. It's just you and Cather under a tree now. And as you sit there, you feel the tree just begin to wither ever so slightly behind your back as Prazius himself steps around, just dragging his hand around the tree before kneeling just ever so slightly in front of you. Hello, Melora. Hello. Very curious as to why you're so special. Mm. Prazius looks around. This is a quaint place. It's nice. 
Not the place that an autumn daughter should be. Especially not one with your with reputation. How do you know I'm here? I have many ways of finding you. Those that seek you tend to hold their grudges for long periods. What do you want? What do I want? I want what you had. You and I are not so different. Both servants of a powerful master. Both here to enforce their will. My goal, and he strokes the side of your face, is simply to allow my master to return to where he is. But I can't do that. Not now. I am preparing the way. But you, you are a different target altogether. What? One that a different master of mine intends to have returned to her. I didn't know much about her. Well, I can't change that, as I do not know what you did or who you are. I just know that I was raised specifically to get you along with enforcing my will. Like I said, your old master holds many grudges, and she does not take kindly to traitors. What is your connection with her? As much as I'd love to answer that, I don't think I will. The time is not ready. Besides, I'll be seeing you soon. And he like, just like clips the edge of your chin and stands up. Have a nice night. And then just strokes the tree as he steps around it and disappears behind the tree. And you just feel the life get sucked and drained from this tree as you just feel it wither behind you. Almost too afraid to see and watch it die. And then everything fades to black. Before you slowly open your eyes again and you're back under the tent. I look to the tree. The tree is still there, but there are two withered marks along the tree. These drags of necrotic energy that have scarred the size of the tree where Prazius touched it. At this point, you probably were able to get your four hours or so. Did, um, did Catherine wake? Was I moving like last time? Uh, you were actually deathly still this time. Mm. 
she's going to, um, without deliberately trying to wake him, just get closer to him. Huh. And if he... It's not hard. The tent isn't big, so you guys are easily able to get a little bit closer. I, I assume, do I wake up, DJ? I assume I do. Yeah. Oh, easily. Yeah. You are on guard. You are ready. You can see she has, she's like sweating around her forehead and is shaking a little bit as she's she's looking at you. What happened? What did you see? Um. Um. I think she's going to point to the tree. L- look at the tree. You look at the tree, and it stands just as it did beforehand, but now you can see these two drags of necrotic energy, these streaks of uh, this death and wither and decay that now scar the tree. Um, I look back at Malor. Did he hurt you? But he knows what I am. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, what, what do you want? Did, was, was it a message? Was it a warning? I think so. He said that, that I am a separate target, and yet a target nonetheless, and that it has to do with, I think, the Fae from my other nightmare. He's connected to her in some way, and, um... He knows what I am. And... Uh, Alright. Um... This... Alright. And, and is he coming here, then? I don't know. I mean, he was... I think he was here. I mean... It looked the same. It looked, you were, you were sitting there and you were laying there and he was right. He touched my face. He was here. I, uh, I just, um, hold her close. figure it out. Right. You're in even more danger now. He knows. I don't care, Malora. I made a promise to you. I'm going to fulfill that. Even if he move, even if he brings an army of the Fae with him, I will stand here right next to you. Choosing to. Alright? We're in this together. Why? Why are you so willing to help me? <sighs> because I know what it's like to go at it alone. 
and I know what it's like to do it together. I've seen the difference, I've experienced it personally. I'm not going to let you or anyone else go through that. I, just, I, 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 after that, I like let go and like start pacing back and forth a little bit, like, like. <laughs> Are you all right? No, no, I'm not. When I see that guy, I'm gonna, I'm gonna lay into him. I'm gonna. I swear. Catherine. I. <laughs> Mr. DM, sir. Just, just because I'm yes. curious. All right, thinking back to, to Prozius, I have never met the man. I've never interacted with the, the man, all right? But, like, thinking about him hard and, and, and focused. Mm -hmm. What? Do I get mm -hmm. any um, inclination of um, perspective? Of, no, not... Um. I need you to reword that sentence in a way that <laughs> well, makes sense. Well, I want to know, how much does fate like him? Hmm. Um, can I determine that? It's okay if the answer is no. But I'm just asking because... You, you might be able to... Uh, um... oh, Legend check? Ahead, okay. Because you know what? Cather doesn't like the guy, alright? I'm just gonna say that now. <laughs> That's fair. You know what I should do? I should hurt you, bro. No. Uh, fate loves him. No. That's <laughs> alright. I, I roll low. Religion. Hard to read. Alright. Uh, man, it's a seven. What the f- You know, you feel like in order to really yeah, get I need to be there. read- Yeah. You need to yeah. see the guy. You need to be there. You know, it's hard to like determine some the fate of someone's soul when you sure, can't really like sure. yeah. even look at them. You Just know, thinking. you know, you know. So you're not a hundred percent sure. You're not sure if it's like your hate <laughs> for him that's clouding your judgment, or your your lack of yeah, ability you know, to do knows. it. You're not really sure which one it is. But at the moment, yeah, you can't. But I'm really just decide. like angrily pacing back and forth at the tent. <laughs> I just I never wanted to hurt someone so badly in my life. Well, he's not here anymore. Um, but the fact that he was here at all infuriates me. He didn't hurt me. Um, <sighs> I'm unsure what agenda I feel for him, but it doesn't sound good at all. And you're still sure that he wants to kill you? I don't know. He mentioned something about returning me to his master. Hmm. I don't know if I really like the sound of that. I know I don't. I'll just... I'll sit down again. Laying against, like, and just like with my back pressed up against the trees, I just 
like stare off into nothingness. <sighs> okay. Sure, you're all right. It's all right if the answer is no. I didn't know. Didn't I think I am? I didn't know that he knew what I was. That he could follow me. He could hurt the people around me. Here, come, come here. May I come over? We are all here for you, Malora. You shouldn't have to be. You're right. But it's a situation that we have. And we're going to deal with it together. Because that's how it's best dealt with. Just like how Edward doesn't have to be alone and survive in the Crimson Waste by himself. We're not going to let you face this alone either. rather if if it meant keeping everyone else safe I would just don't even think like that it's not worth it and it won't come to that alright I just just you know hold her After a little while, you can see the uh, the ever so hint of dawn beginning to arise over the um, over the water, slowly just painting the sky with pastelled pinks and yellows and oranges. Slowly greeting the world. Melora has actually been crying a little bit, and she sort of, um, at the sight of it, kind of wipes her face and is like, um, you need to, um, Edward's waiting for you. Are you gonna be alright? I mean, I'll grab the tarp and drag it behind me. <laughs> and um, Malora kind of holds Ginger close as they walk. She snuggles into your chest, trying to be as comforting as possible. You both make your way the short distance across town, back over to Lada's home, to where Edward has prepared some tea and is getting ready for his conversation with Cather. Important question. Are you going to be alright? We'll see. I don't know what to expect from this guy. Well, I'll be waiting when you're done. Right. Important question. Mm -hmm. Did anybody that's also in the same building do anything before Edward prepared the tea? It is early. Well, all the elves are awake, so... Awake. <laughs> yeah. Pavel is also beginning to awaken as well oh oh okay uh well edward just gets up and sees that renaya is awake and goes have you been awake all night i got a little bit of sleep sorry what was that 
There we go. Yep. <laughs> morning, morning voice. You know, it's real deep. It's yeah. groggy. It's oh, you know. Um, I got some rest. Good. For a moment, I thought you were up all night watching Havel, <laughs> which I wouldn't put past you, but I guess that's good. I'm going to make some tea. The meeting with Cather. Do you want any? Sure. I don't suppose Havel could muster tea right now, could he? I'd make some tea. Okay. How awake is Havel? Um, you are slowly coming to. I'm trying. Please say it's like anesthesia. <laughs> no, it's not like anesthesia. You're slowly beginning to come to, and the first thing you realize is just how tired you really are. Um, as you begin to come to that conscious state, you can feel your fingers and your toes and your calf and your thighs and your forearms. You begin to be able to feel like a person again, but that is almost dampened by the overwhelming amount of exhaustion that you have as you do have one point of exhaustion as you awaken. Um, uh, as, as you guys, as you say, you don't think Havel could muster some tea. Havel just kind of rolls over on the kitchen like table facing away from you guys. And this is like, mm. And he mumbles something in uh, under comment. <laughs> Do we notice? What did, what did um, he say? Okay. Um, He's awake. Raya, you would understand this as quiet down, half blood. He <laughs> 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 just <laughs> rolls over <laughs> and tries to go <laughs> back to sleep. Is around to hear I, that too? I make him... <laughs> <laughs> this is probably um, before yeah, that. Yeah, at this point, you guys are beginning oh. to walk kind of close. Um, roll sure. a perception check if you sure. are trying to do that. Ooh. Um. Uh, 18? You know, you kind of hear the gist of it. You're like, oh, Havel's awake. You don't really know what he said, but you hear that distinct, silky, smooth, deep, rich voice of Havel. And you're like, oh, cool, right. Havel's awake. Let, let's make it ah, so tea, you would like maybe, some tea then? Maybe a little quieter. Me? Oh, yeah. Oh, so you would like some tea then? He's hot, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. And he keeps making tea. <laughs> you all come to um, with an opening of tea. I give Renaya tea. I give Havel tea. I pour myself tea. I pour Cather tea, but he's not here yet, so that's that's what I do. Where do you put the teacup? <laughs> I put the teacup first. I offer it to you, as in like I hand it out. Do you take it? Havel's eyes are closed. <laughs> I just set it next to him. Set it on his forehead. No, it's you, hot. You, you set it. You set it I next set to it, him. I just set it next to him, and like turn and walk a little bit away how will uh will just and uh still an undercommon is going to say something along the lines of what span are we in meaning what time is it 
and is going to uh, reach for the cup. Um, Renai's gonna kind of like guard it to make sure he doesn't like knock it over in the process. <laughs> She'll be like, morning. Mm. Havel, you do realize that I don't know what you're saying, right? How are you feeling? Answer in normal just... language. Sip from tea. Sip from tea. Mm. He's just gonna look at you. And he's still kind of half groggy. Still in undercommon, go. What? <laughs> I don't know what you're saying. It doesn't matter. I'm glad you're alive, buddy. And he hits you on the shoulder. He says, I've mattered so much <laughs> to you. Where is Catherine? <laughs> about that moment, walk through the door. It's about that moment, <laughs> Catherine Malora arrive. Good. Um, ah. Havel, nice to see that you're doing all right. Havel, how are you? An undercommon. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's a purpose for this. An undercommon. He just kind of stretches, takes a sip from the from the cup, and is gonna in response be like. Feels like I got dragged through the nine hells. He's doing I, great. I respond in undercommon. <laughs> well, at least it wasn't the abyss. Does everybody know this language? No. I prefer it. No. <laughs> in, in, in common. It's not really a language most people choose to know, but... Havel now, like, actually waking up is gonna be like... Uh, and in common, it's gonna be like, oh, I'm sorry. Ah, there he is. Okay. I'm glad you joined um, the party. Can I get you anything? I... No, I'm I'm all right. Um, a bit sore. Was I? I wasn't speaking common earlier, right? No. 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 Okay. Some other sorry weird about that. Language. It's uncommon. It's undercommon. That. You wouldn't. You wouldn't know it. Um, how how is everyone doing? Mark <laughs> looks great. Okay. Laura is looking Havel, at the floor. Would you? Would it? Would it be wrong to attach a fork to a thieves' tool? I mean, I've used Stranger Things for a pick. <laughs> but, I, don't, I, mean, I don't think it's considered rude if it's strange. I mean, I, it'd be, I'd honestly be a little bit impressed if you could manage to fit a fork inside of the, uh, the, uh, lock. Dow pow. I don't even remember what the, like, the lore is called. I don't know. Gears are turning and Renai's head. <laughs> um, still waking up. What, if, what if it's one of those um, tiny forks from, like, tea sets or something? Those are dork. Well, I had I knew someone that um, collected those. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, um, speaking of lockpick sets, um, I have I was going to sit up a little bit more and then like kind of roll himself off the table. <laughs> um, stand up, down the rest of the tea, which is really hot, but you. Like, at this point, he's just like, whatever. Oh, you're supposed to enjoy Puts it. Puts it down. I enjoyed it plenty, friends. And uh, he's going to hobble 
and exhaustion and soreness <laughs> over to his uh his bag. As you're walking over, it's almost like walking on two like uh, like when your legs fall asleep. Yeah. Like it's walking like that where your feet are super tingly, but it just doesn't go away, and it's just like this not painful but very uncomfortable and just not a fun. All your blood, all of your boy. calluses are gone. Helval is yeah, going to your skin freshest, is also baby soft. It's the freshest layer of skin you've successfully exfoliated. <laughs> um, Havel in Sylvan is going to look over at Melora and just say, like, kind of angrily, just be like, it feels like I have dandelion feet. <laughs> Melora will, um, will giggle to herself and she'll sort of respond, would you like ginger? Like, um, the squirrel or the... <laughs> the squirrel. The plant. Um, it's alright, she, she can enjoy her morning. Apple's going to try to find his lockpick set. As you go through, and um, the lockpick set is almost exactly where you left it, um, but as you're folding the bag over, you feel this little tingle on the back of your hand as Sassafras emerges from around the, side, from the corner of the bag. Yay! His little little feelers kind of making his way up your baby soft skin oh. with the nerves like on edge. <laughs> and it's this weird thing of like, you know, like when, you're, when your arms are asleep or whatever, and then you like drag a hand across and it's like this trail of like tingling nerve sensations. It's this very weird thing as he begins to slowly make his way up your arms towards the dead flesh that needs to be exfoliated. Hello, friend. How are you doing, Sassy? <laughs> Sassy. They take care of you well. Yeah. Mm, that's right, buddy. Um, <laughs> I'm going to like and just like plop him onto my shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's the best noise I got. <laughs> Great. Um, and I'm going to open up the lockpicks. <laughs> And, uh, They're all there, I'm, exactly where you left them. I'm gonna try to find the um, the ones that are uh, scorched. Yeah, it's not hard. They're, they're, the, they're the big ones. Yes. They're the main the main home dogs, yep. and they're the ones. Oh, so sad. Found out that uh, some of them are called rakes, three of them are called diamonds. Um, the three common ones. These are two are the two like. Oh, these okay. These ones are the diamonds. Okay. Two of the main diamonds are um, Gonzo, bro. Uh, I just like think I don't, you know, my my memory is trash. Uh, Where, where's uh, Nathan? Nathan can do Nathan, it. Nathan, please. Uh, I grab them and I hold them up to the eye and I go, "Can you fix it?" Um, <laughs> I would. Would it be okay if we took parts of others? And fixed you you it? know. You know what? It's okay. You know, I, I have plenty of other pigs. Um, these are... It's not important. I can replace them. They're just sentimental value and all. Um, I, I can do it. No, 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 no. It's okay. It's okay. Um, so what's what's been going on since my parting? Um... <laughs> Will? Is Edward and Cather still there? <laughs> Edward, this whole time, has been inching right. towards Cather, and at this point, he's like kind of leaning towards Cather, wanting to speak, like waiting for well, Cather to um, acknowledge him. We need to determine our plan, 
Edward and I are gonna have a bit of a no. talk, apparently. The girls can catch you up and everything right. that happened. Wonderful. I um, suppose that the gist of yesterday is we discussed what we should do, and we think that with your um, condition, perhaps we should take a day of rest and try to enjoy ourselves on the beach or something. I don't know what you're talking about, I'm ready. And then Helen like, goes to stand up and then like stumbles over a little bit. She'll, <laughs> she'll catch him and she'll say, right, right, ready yeah, for a great. day on the beach I'm, is what you're ready yeah, for. No, I, mm-hmm. I've learned, yes. I think I hate the water. You didn't have to, like, I, I put his arm around mine and I start going towards the door. You didn't have to go near the water, just lay down in the sand and let Sassy just, just have a nice time, alright? Okay. And I start leading him, um, towards the, the okay. beach. Yay. Uh, love you guys. Who follows? Thank you. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll lead Cather behind the house, if, if he lets me. Like, do Renaya interact? Do you guys follow Melora? Why look at Renaya? Renaya's kind of just staring at the floor for a little bit. Renaya. Hmm. What you staring at? <laughs> Dust what? bunnies. What? 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 <clears throat> Dust bunnies. That morning voice. There we go. Oh, oh, there we go. <laughs> Dust bunnies. <laughs> <laughs> like little are they like are they like dusts like the dust version of sand rats because I don't see any of them no I'm do you wanna head out with them I hate the ocean we don't need to go near the ocean there's plenty of things to do with like well, sand you, see, you said do I wanna go then you said we. So what are you doing? I am here. Well, I mean, yeah. That is about the extent of what I am doing. Well, do you want to do something? Or, or like, or are you just going to stay and stare <laughs> at things that don't exist? Okay, and she's going to walk out the door and head Hab- to the As you walk out, Havel is fighting Melora and just being like, wait... Wait, I need to go grab something. Let me grab a thing. What? I need to grab well, a thing. No, no. What do you need? I'll go grab it for you and you'll stay Marora, here. Morora, by the gods, I do not <laughs> need you babysitting me right now. I need I'm... to stretch out my Havel, new legs. Havel, there is a difference between babysitting and helping a friend, is there not? <sighs> and like, seeing Rinaya interact leave is gonna go, fine. Rini, hmm. can you grab me a notebook and some charcoal? And she just already has it on her and just brings it over. <laughs> Alright, nice. now sit. We'll do a lot of sitting today. Alright. Sure. There you go. There you go. Alright, Captain. Thank you very much. <laughs> so, with you guys all hanging out just by the cliffside, we'll pop over to Edward. You guys make your way around the back of the house kind of towards um, privacy. You can see there's a big grindstone, there's uh, a place for chopping wood, um, a variety of little little tools, um, and you guys make your way around to um, where Tarak was the other day when the uh, spirit showed but we up. we don't know about that. And, um, Which literally both of us don't know about. Oh, yeah. 
You have no clue. You go around and you're like, why is there diamond dust on this stone? That, that's valuable stuff <laughs> okay. right there. No, uh, you shouldn't just leave that. We, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I, I urgently pull Cather's arm and then like, like stop, look around a little bit and then turn around and look at him dead in the eyes. And I say, Cather, uh, are you all right? I'm okay. I'm just freaking out a bit. We need a plan. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I don't mean a task. I mean a plan. If we're going to go after this big government man, then we need steps to get there. The reason why I didn't want to wait for planning time with the group is because it's not really planning time. It's more like, hey, here's a problem. Here's a task. Okay, let's go. Like, that's not planning. I, and you know what? I think that you would be a good person to talk about this with. Because if I'm sticking around, we need to know what we're doing. I'm not chasing after a dragon and then chasing after a golem and then chasing after whatever else, right? I need to know what we're doing. And if I don't, I don't think I should stick around. Does that make sense? Yes, that makes a lot of sense, actually. <laughs> um, do you have any ideas? What are we trying to do? Um, What's the goal? Well, okay. So... This is this is why, as we as a group, we need to talk and discuss that. Because here's here's the thing. Here's the thing, Edward. Right. When it comes down to it, we have, as a group, technically, you, or most of the others, are not really obligated to deal with Prozius. Granted, I think as a group, we have decided that he is an issue that needs to be dealt with. Right. In one way yes. or another, yes. How that is going to be done, I don't know. I do agree with you, though. We can't just go back to Athalda and just try and find the guy and kill him. Absolutely. That's... You read my mind. The problem is, though, we're not really going to get a good idea of what to do until we get there, probably. Maybe. Here's what I'm thinking. I, got, I gave it some thought. And even if I wanted to do things my way... I don't know how well that would go because, one, I can't go back to Athala. Two, wherever I go next, I won't know where I am, what I'm doing. I won't know who to talk to or where to go. I'd probably just be killed on the spot because I look well, wealthy can't or something like that. Personal reasons. So, if I can't do that, and I have to go somewhere else, I can't go alone. So, if I like it or not, I'm going to be with you guys, but... It would just help so much if I knew if if we had a direction to go. I don't like tramping around, killing things. You know, I if there's a goal, let's say, all right, if we want Prazis, right? What's the best way to do that? You just said it. Not walk into Afala, you know, trying to kill him. Also, not the best way. Probably not like hunting down a black dragon. Probably won't help with that in my mind. But. If we go to a city, maybe get some status, or get, you know, with it, as as the kids say, with the political leaders or whatever, maybe we could take legitimate steps to taking down this guy. Does that make sense? I just feel like we're just running around like children, not knowing where we're going, and I can't do that. I'll end up dead. Or with a bounty on my head, which I don't want. Hmm. 
It's not a... It's just urgent. I just wanted to express to you my ailment. Not a bad idea, actually. Even if it's not that idea. That's... That's just what I was thinking. I... I didn't... I'm sorry this sounds pushy. <laughs> I just knew if I talked like this to the group, I wouldn't be accepted well. They'd probably be like, Oh, shut up, Edward. We have to go do a thing. And I'd be like, But what if we did this? You know what I'm saying? And I just... You, you're just reasonable. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, the others are reasonable. The, the problem is, Edward... Um... You're different than the rest of us. You're not like the rest of us. You're not... I Well, I don't necessarily think of us as such... You aren't an adventurer at heart, or really at all. <laughs> and s yeah. But the rest of us, we're perfectly willing to go out and fight a hag or a dragon, because we know that's in the end, those are very evil things, and they are creatures who are doing evil things that should be stopped. That I can agree. Um, and I understand that you aren't... You don't feel like you're built for that. And... Ed Edward, you, you like systems, right? You, you've been taught to to create systems, right? Yes, you could say that. I'm familiar with cause and right. effect and concise steps to be taken to make things happen, so yes, I suppose you could call that right. systems. And do you think that's the only way of helping people? I think it's the best way. I don't think it's the only way. I mean, I could walk into a bar and see a bar fight and try to split it up, but I'll probably get a, you know, a busted lip and a sore eye. But let's say, let's say there's a nearby guard, and I say, hey guard, the one who's meant to take care of those issues, and I brought him to the bar, and I showed him that there's a bar, bar brawl going on, he probably won't get very hurt, he's used to that kind of thing, and he has armor, but I'd probably get hurt. So I think there's a level of caution. And I think there are certain ways to go about things to make things Fair. better. Fair. Right? And... Now... I agree. You aren't a guard. Granted. Don't you think you could maybe learn? Now, I'm not... To be a well, guard? Not necessarily a guard, but... Edward, you have expressed... Of much more magical magical capability than I have. And I can't you know, I'd be lying if I said I wasn't impressed by you. Really? You impressed by me. I mean sure, sometimes, you know, you think in a very different way, but it's also creative. It's also unique. It's and I mean I mean, you seem to just invoke uh, better chances for all of us just by speaking. So, you know, I'd say that's pretty powerful stuff. That's fair. 
You know, I have been thinking about honing that craft. I, I foresee, anyways, if I do want to make things happen, having a little bit more leverage in my abilities wouldn't sure. hurt. Um, I've, I'm looking into it. But that's besides the point. I, I, we don't have to figure everything out right away. But you're a little bit better with words with the group <laughs> than I am. And so what I wanted to do was express to you, hopefully you agree, the importance of having an idea of how we're going to reach the goal. And not just having a goal. If you can say that in a better way that won't make everybody upset, then that would sure, be wonderful. Sure. I I don't want to go after a dragon if it means we're just going to fight a dragon. Well, and then the, what? The dragon thing is more because the dragon is like hunting us currently and so we want to not be hunted anymore. Yeah, um there's that. The But you know what? It comes to uh Athala, it might be best things to do what is there to do well are you not <laughs> telling me something are there secrets among the group that I haven't heard it's not it's Catherine? not my thing to say but that's very but ominous. there are some things that the others would like to get done that are a little more personal. That's understandable. I have a personal thing I would so, like to do. perhaps... Here's what I think would be best. And maybe when we can talk to the others, they can have their own ideas and we can figure it out. But it seems that we don't know a whole lot about... About Prozius. Who he is. Where he comes from. True. And the whole political scene as a whole really we don't really know what's going on absolutely so perhaps uh I d if we could find information i think that would be key edward is beaming <laughs> he like he like holds his hands out in front of him and and he's like yes cather <laughs> and, he, and he grabs cather's shoulders and say yes Cather. Yes, that is what we need. The first step. Finding information about Prozius. See? And then he turns and he starts like kind of pacing a little and he's like this is something we can accomplish. We can go somewhere. He turns away and points at Cather. Or turns around and points at Cather. We can go somewhere. Look in books. Look at the library. Ask people. Find out information about Prozius. Give us the ideas of the next step. Yes. That's... That's gold, mm -hmm. Cather. So we just need to get to the next yep. place. If we want to do this. If I join you. And he looks a little <laughs> suspicious. And then he says, <laughs> I'm so glad we had this talk. I'm going to try to s try to stay quieter during this next meeting. Because I know I have a tendency to rile things up. If you could please, please help in, in making this a little more, you know, pointed and structured, that would just ease my mind. I had to get this off my chest. 
before today, because if we were resting at all, I knew I would just be ants in my pants all day. And I didn't I want that. I can understand. If, if you would like to, I would like to relax, finally, for a bit. Sounds nice. Yeah. Okay. Cather, thank you for easing my mind. You're, you're welcome. I'm so happy. Perhaps we should go join the others on the beach then. Um, yes. Sure, the beach. All right. Hmm. So, um, while after Malora helped Havel down, she sort of let Ginger out to frolic and run around. And she sort of, like, you know, we feel a little stronger today. We leveled up. <laughs> and, um, she's going to sort of, like, look at her hands a bit and then get a thought and find that she has an ability she didn't have before. And she's going to sort of go over to, like, a patch of plants and make a pink flower grow um, with druid craft and she'll pick it and then she'll go find Renaya. Um, Renaya is going to be like kind of off in her own little space on the beach but still nearby so and she can also like super perceptive so she's still like listening to everything but has herself distanced and um, Malora is going to kind of um sheepishly like approach Renaya's little circle and like sit next to her and then kind of like hold out the flower <laughs> where'd you find that i made it what <laughs> and she'll um do it again and make another pink flower girl she like picks it and she takes both and puts them both behind her ear, so she has two flowers. Just like, <laughs> um, they're relatively like big, like bulbous pink flowers. So you literally look like you have <laughs> almost like um, like pom poms on the side of your head. Um, and Malora will kind of like chuckle to herself and then take take a breath and say, um, I, I wanted to um check in with you about um yesterday, and sort of apologize for um, for the guardian I didn't think about the implications or the emotions attached to it I was just saw Cather in the air and you know don't worry about it right um, how are you it's been a while since we you know since we talked um well how are how is did you have an interview? Okay, yes. <laughs> okay, yes. Um, first, did You're did gone you... again. What's happening? My box is okay. lit up. Now you're there. Now you're there. Okay. I need you for that last little bit. Did, did you... Was... Was there... My, my, my nightmare? Yeah. Oh. Um. Mm. Yes and no. Um. And she, like, looks around to see if anyone's sort of paying attention, kind of, like, gestures for her to get closer and is like... 
Um, I didn't want to um, raise alarm or anything, but <clears throat> Proseus knows what I am, and um, and she looks like like into Renaya's eyes, but looks kind of scared and is like. He visited me last night, and the, the tree. Oh my god, the tree! I don't know who to tell it. He he touched the tree. He was he was here, and he said some things. Um, I'm a target. <laughs> um. I didn't want to raise alarm or anything, but if he knows what I am, I think that means he knows where we've been and will know where I am as we continue, so I suppose if that puts the entire group in danger, then everyone should be aware of it, but I didn't quite know how to say, hey, there's a crazy guy that can take life force out with his hands that knows where I am and he may be, you know, trying to find me and trying to... I... quite know if that's a great conversation starter. Um. I think you know that we're going to keep you safe. Right, but that's the problem. <laughs> I think you know we are very strong. I... But it's, it's just so hard, because if this, if it were before when this was happening to me, then I wouldn't have anyone that I really care about, that I, you know, that would be in danger, because I'm in danger, and then I could just deal with it myself, and I wouldn't have to worry about the safety of the people around me, and about... You deal with it yourself, and what happens? At least that would just be one... One life. And... And then what, what happens after that? I haven't thought that far ahead. And you don't need to. At least not alone. It's been so long since I had people to lose. Necessarily have to worry about about bad things happening necessarily because everyone wants to protect each other. But I get into trouble a lot. Mm -hmm. um, I seem to, to to attract Laura. or just like Laura. Hey. And Renaya kind of just shakes her head a little bit so the flowers... <laughs> <laughs> we don't need to worry about that right now. Right. <clears throat> do, you, do you know how... You know, my father used to tell me about how people at the beach 
They make sand fortresses, fortresses, sand things. Do you, do you know how, how to do that? Do you want, um, I think there's water involved. I, do, do you want to hang make out? Make like little buildings? Yeah, do you want to hang out? <coughs> I'd love to hang out. Okay. It's, it's nice to know the awkwardness. Tra it's just it's just Melora, you know. <laughs> it's not just me. Hey, DM. Is, is yes. Hubble close enough where you heard the part where they're not whispering near the end? Where like, yes. At this point, Melora's just trying. to- Oh, Renaya's not being quiet. She was like, just I'd love to hang out. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. And she said, "Sand buildings." I think yeah, Renaya yeah, said yeah. too. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Havel just like stops, looks over for a second, and just goes, "Orifices." Um, I I didn't really know the phrase. Like, you just used to describe that you would you would make little sand fortresses, F fortresses. Oh, oh right, fortresses! Right. For a second, I thought you were talking about quicksand, and I was really confused. No, no, oh, no. it's supposed to be a very a very happy. That's not of... around here. <laughs> not not around right. here. Right. Anyways, have fun. Dude, <laughs> uh, halfway between them and the highest distance that the water would go, just kind of looking around and like poking at the sand every once in a while. But then you see him run up the beach at all of you at somewhat frightening <laughs> speeds, and he just goes, "Guys, I found a stick." That's that's wonderful, Tarak. That is... would, would you care to help me and Renaya make a sand fortress, and maybe your stick could be the flag at the top. There are, Why? There are flags. Uh, um, well, you you mentioned uh, fun yesterday. Uh, it's supposed to be a fun thing for people to. I've never actually done it, but it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be fun. It, yes, yes, Havel. You you know notice. Um, he holds up what is now just the little nub of a stick of charcoal. <laughs> he just. Goes, I bring over another one. He's like, I, th thank you. Um. I don't... Maybe this can be, like, a window or something. Here you go. Oh, oh thank you. <laughs> she'll, she'll go over and she'll collect it. And right. I was like... <laughs> as, as you're going through and thinking through all this, kind of getting ready, your mind begins to drift. Being from Marencia, which is a coastal town, yep. um, a coastal city, you never participated because Father Grendel was very, very. Uh, he wouldn't let me leave the monastery. Precise in your studies, <laughs> but you can remember being in the temple and looking out and gazing upon the beach, not so far away, and seeing people building these little mm -hmm. fake buildings out of wet sand. Mm -hmm. So yeah, you're just familiar with it. You've you've seen it happen before. I have a kind of looks over. Now's my chance. He's not around. <laughs> no, but I have to finish this. No, oh, but I should really go. Havel, uh, what are you doing? What? Do you want? Do you want to? What help? are you doing? Um, I'm doing important things. Um, I'm. You know that book, the book that I lost, that I gave back. I tried memorizing the vast majority of it. I'm writing down what I can remember, but it's a lot, and it's kind of escaping me, and I'm really tired. Um, but I feel like if I go to sleep again, I'm not gonna really remember all of it, and everything. It's a lot of diagrams, and he's speaking, and like partially, I'm pretty sure it was in Draconic, and I'm not entirely 
like do accustomed to the draconic language. I don't even understand. Why would he put notes in draconic? It's like, what do you mean? Well, what if that was his first language? He's a dragon. Yeah. If, what was he gonna do with this? Just keep it to himself? Maybe. What did he write it in common? <laughs> maybe it's, maybe he didn't know how to write in common. Common's not as easy. To he write is a dragon. He has his own constellation. <laughs> Havel, would you care to take a break and help me make a sand fortress? Take a break. You know, my dad never really did let me make sand fortresses. Yeah, okay. Meanwhile, <laughs> 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 Tarak over the corner just more he's, the fact uh, that he's or he's still right. asking he's why. I he's know. Like, why? <laughs> I have, I've slowly moved a, a little farther away, and I've begun to draw something in the sand, um, like a relatively large, it starts as a relatively large circle, and I just start to draw things as best as I can. Specifically, I would like to have a very crude representation of Athala. Okay, yeah, go ahead and roll a... Um... Either history or performance, whichever one you prefer. Oh man, I'm so good at all of those. <laughs> How did you know? Oh, that's nice. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Nine. <laughs> okay. Yes. It's a circle. With circles inside of it. Yeah. That's adorable. <laughs> oh, I didn't want it to be great. <laughs> I, I present a solo. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but he does start to draw little, like, arrows and stuff. And re he gets a real good thinking face on. But you guys can go do your stuff. <laughs> Melora is just trying to figure out, because yeah. she's never done it before, so she'll kind of watch Havel. <laughs> ha Havel's like, okay, um, we need, um, we need wet sand, and we need, uh, we need does anyone have a bucket? Does anyone uh, have a bucket? Maybe, maybe, does, does Lada have a bucket, um, Brunaya? Maybe she has... Really? Uh... Does uh, any chance have a bucket? I feel like... I, just, I just, like, scoop with my hands. That is not, that is not a bucket. Um, but I think we can make this work. All right, Laura. Catherine, Edward, <laughs> at, at this point, you're getting to the point where you're overlooking the cliff down at the four hooligans <laughs> hanging out on the beach. And you can make the assumption that with <laughs> Renaya and and uh, Melora both holding their hands full of sand to, to Havel, that they could be in some need of some help. Nice. Um, nice. Very nice. <laughs> he goes, um, he goes, oh, ooh, ooh, Havel, with a air of excitement that you've yet to ever actually seen for, see from him, <laughs> goes, um, um, so... We don't have a bucket per se, so sand fortresses might be a little bit difficult. But Wait, what? What if Melora and I put our hands together? Oh, right, right. That's mm. Edward Lane's over. Okay, you know what? You know what? Let's tr let's try. Let's try. I'm gonna okay, <laughs> I'm gonna try to like <laughs> mound a bunch of I wet sand. Ginger so, is trying to help, and then just like burrows oh, yeah, into Ginger's the sand. There. You got little. You got little paw prints. Normally, with your lack of tools, I would say that you have disadvantage. <laughs> but Melora and Renaya are giving you advantage. So let's say it's a flat performance roll. Oh, oh, Ooh, I'm good at these. Here. I'm good at these. That's true. I'm, I'm pretty okay at these. While while that's going on, <laughs> Catherine and Edward. Edward leans over to Catherine and says, doing? 
That looks like a lot of effort <laughs> for a mound of sand. Well, I, I think the idea is that they make it into something. Into a mound well, of sand, maybe? Yeah. Let's get down there. And he starts walking yeah. towards the and, beach. And as we make, after we get to the bottom and get to where, where the actual sand is, I'll, I assume of my armor, I'm wearing my boots because those are the only shoes I have. So I take off my boots. Oh, yes. I kind of leave them by the rickety staircase. <laughs> and then I just charge towards the ocean. And like, I'll make, I'll make, well, I'm not wearing the rest In of my armor. armor or... Or no armor. I, I assume oh, cool. I assume um, this, this, yeah. this whole time after we got back from the island, I have not been wearing... I've just been wearing my normal clothing. He's been Dragon hanging loose. Armor. Once, once, <laughs> once Cather does that, uh, he hears... I'm assuming he's doing some kind of yes, Irish... Yes, I am. I am hollering. <laughs> and, um... And... What does that even say? <laughs> the battle charge of the and Muno. Edward, Anyone? Edward just, like, looks behind him at Edward as he's taking off his own boots. Edward. And... Or, no. Edward looks behind him at Cather as Edward is taking off his boots. And he just says, So uncivilized. And he keeps <laughs> taking off his boots and his vest. You, you then turn to see Havel... And have a what did you get? Um, I rolled a fourteen. <laughs> oh yeah. Heck yeah, yeah! It's not like the smoothest thing, but it stays. It's upright. Oh, yeah. It's oh, yeah. structurally integral. <laughs> oh yeah. Like it works. Perhaps Great. we should. Do you guys begin to like kind of realize the right consistency of like sand to water and like how you have form it and like kind of you know set or like smooth it out and stuff like that. But you guys are figuring it out. At about that time, one tower. Yeah. While I'm padding the tower. I, I turn around. Do I do I see well, Cather? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cather barrels past you, almost. Well, I was gonna say I'll do what I can to make a somewhat yeah. wide berth as I'm a hollering, and then I just jump and do like a cannon, a huge cannonball into the ocean. As he does, I go, Cather, if you can find a seashell, bring it back. Or two, or three. <laughs> Edward, <laughs> you jump into the water, and you're from the coast. Moonkari is up north. You're used to mm. freezing cold water being the coastal water. So this water is actually fairly nice as it's pretty down south. And even though it's cold, as you're just coming off of winter, it's relatively warm compared nice. to what you're used to when you would have beach days. Um, and let me just tell you, Moon Elves, Sandcastle Champions. Oh, <laughs> they spend right. a lot of time on the beach. You know what's up. So, yeah. You grew up in, you know yeah, what's going after, on. After I, like, I'll just float to the, like, to the surface of the water and just like lay on my back. I just, I just lay there for a little while. Edward the current pulls nice. him out to sea. He's lost forever. <laughs> <laughs> um, Edward, yeah, takes off his boots and his under boots that are called socks. And he <laughs> takes off. <laughs> oh <my goodness>. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. And he Continue. takes off his, his family yeah. vest and folds it nicely. This is all he going has a liner next to the steps, yeah. um, out of the sand. And he he takes off his he has yeah. he has his um, more billowy white shirt with a it has a like place to tie two strings for the collar, and so he unties it so it's low cut and it's flying open oh. in the wind. <laughs> Oh you can see just the little hit. There's like one 
little curly chest hair. Like yes. Single, like long, like two. Ew, that's yes. not canonical, but it's. They're. <laughs> 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 okay. And then, uh, yeah, he just has billowy white sleeves. It's not that dramatic. He literally just takes off his vest and unties his thing. And then the wind blows his hair. And then he goes slowly behind. Okay. And then he uh, goes into his bag and gets his blanket, and he walks out like you know halfway to the water. Um, the group is like, let's say fifty, no less, like thirty feet away, closer to the water. And he just takes his blanket and lays it out, and then just like like sits on it with his just like his feet is are in front of him right facing the water and then his knees are up and his legs are together and then he just leans back like that um and that's what he does edward is the is the character during a beach episode that has like the glasses and like an umbrella yes that that was the goal it's just sitting there while like while like one of us runs by and like gets like hit in the face by a volleyball he's just like that was literally the goal that's what i want (laughs) that's what i am doing um so i'm gonna make a moat oh okay Easy enough. Make a moat. Just um, dig a little, dig a little moat. Take some water. Put a little bit of water on it. You know, just. Renaya has gotten distracted. Is now making a sand snowman. <laughs> Malora sort of like realizes that with um her hair situation, she's getting sand in it. So she kind of goes to the ocean and like washes it off a bit, and then does two um braids to kind of keep the hair out of her face. Um, and then as she does, she'll sort of look to Renaya. Renaya, what does your hair look like? <laughs> it's a mess. <laughs> and she'll she'll finish, and then she'll say, um, Renaya. Hmm. And she's like jabbing a stick into the face as a nose. <laughs> um, do you do you want me to braid your hair? Can, can I braid your hair? Yeah. Right. And she's gonna like try to like run her fingers through it to here, try to like smooth it out a bit. the water a little bit, and she'll dip her hands and she'll say, "Okay, um, what, what, what do you, what do you like? I mean, I, I can do this. I can do what I usually do. I do a couple, um, to the back, one, um. I don't know. I usually just tie it behind me. All right. Um, I will do. I will do two, and I'll have her match me. About this time, I will return from the sea <laughs> with with <laughs> seashells in hand, and he's jacked. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> just shredded. Did you notice? Just, I don't know. Like muscles. Absolutely shredded. Like I the water the drips off like, his hey, hey, just say, just say, like, like an at, like a shirt. Just putting it out there. But it's oh, yeah. white, right? No, no, no. You what think that that would help with that <laughs> level of muscle? You can see his abs as a shirt sticks to his they're, torso. They're stuck. <laughs> you can see his eight-pack coming <laughs> He seems just stronger than you'd last recall. Exactly. You can see his star is so pronounced, the long scar that goes across his chest and up his neck. It's like the opening <laughs> scene to Baywatch. Like, just... Exactly. <laughs> he comes... Strolling out of the ocean, water flowing off of him. He wasn't even holding something, but if he was holding a buoy, oh, oh, just oh yeah, oh, yeah. You know, I was waiting for this. Seashells in hand, and I will, 
<laughs> when, um... You watch as the ocean almost, like, laps for him, trying to pull him back this in. This is about the time that, um, Melora is finishing yeah. Renaya's hair. <laughs> when she flips her hair up and the water sprays. <laughs> still has the two really big flowers just on the side of her face. Oh, that's a good point. What flowers are growing for my hair this morning, Dan? You have, a uh, little, um... Little, yep. Yep. What were they called? Poppies? No, yep. not poppies. They were the, the white the small ones. One. Baby the Confederate. Spread? Uh, oh, oh, no, yeah. No, the Confederate. The Jasmine. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's the ones. Jasmine. You have, they, yeah. Didn't know they're why like they're called like this, five. but they're like little jasmine flowers that look like starfish almost. Exactly. That's it's adorable. like little like five leaved white flowers um, just kind of popping out of out of her hair. Cute. Um, Cute. I, I, I wish I could I will, I will go and with my. It's. See, okay, so so Havel asked for a shell, right? And then both the girls at both the girls asked for a shell. Then... Lots of shells. Okay, so I'll walk over mm-hmm. to them first because I assume they're closer. And I. W- mm-hmm. Oh, there are they're they? all okay. right next well, to each I'll other. The girls first. <laughs> yes, they're building a sandcastle <laughs> together. Havel's just like next to the well, sandcastle. Well, Melora like, and Renaya are probably closer because Melora took Renaya close to the water to like dip her fingers mm-hmm. so she could get so, her hair so, easier. Fair, so fair. Meanwhile, yeah. in the background, Havel has seated his, himself so that way his like the castle's in between his legs. He's just like <laughs> he's just like padding it up, and then it'll like sink down a little bit, and he'll pad it up again. <laughs> uh, Havel, go ahead and make a uh, intelligence check for me. I'm good at those sometimes. His strongest stat. <laughs> hey man, I, I've he's smart, just not wise. You're, smart. You're just not wise. Oh, that's so yeah. cocked. Okay, well, hold on. That is that, that was the Go saddest. Again. That was the saddest cock. Oh my god. Oh my god. It was a two and a twenty. <laughs> yes, you heard me. It was a two and a twenty, guys. I I know what I said. Wow, that's depressing. It's still like a fifteen, but that's just sad. Oh yeah. Someone you go that. through. And <laughs> you go through and. This sandcastle between your legs. Oh yeah, is almost <laughs> an exact copy. <laughs> I'm, I hate you. Like I said, it's the saddest. <laughs> the sandcastle. Oh my god! I, I missed something apparently. <laughs> Anyways, continue. Could you do up for it's, it's fine. Okay. It's called comedy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Well. So moving on. This this castle between your legs yep. um, <laughs> is almost an exact copy of, of some of the traditional Berencian architecture. Um, this almost like sandstone-esque with tall, uh, kind of thin, wide windows that come up with... Uh, you even have managed to find... You found like a little piece of seaweed They managed to like string between some of like the towers and stuff like that. And it has just enough little like frolic on it to have... Uh, not frolic... Um, but little pieces coming off of it that almost looks like flags hanging on a string between the um, towers of this castle. Uh, it's very. Rat, is it very uh, Marencia? Yes, is it like hundred percent? Like dip- a tenth of the way from giving me strange PTSD, but not. <laughs> oh yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Like, like you're almost like wow. Like, this looks a little too much <laughs> like the temple. I'm, I'm like sitting there. I'm like, man. Man, that has some bad memories tied to it, but it looks oh, really good. <laughs> uh, cool. 
<laughs> I was just like um, staring at it very so proud. I've got to present <laughs> the, the shells to the ladies first. As as they're as they're braiding <gasps> each other's hair, I will I will simply I will get down on, on my knees and I will say my my ladies, as and I bow forward, holding one in each hand. <laughs> Tips fedora. <laughs> Thank you. And Melora will take it uh, and smile. And, and, Thank you very much. It's and a then I will, I will get up and I'll walk over to Havel, and I will give a deep bow and 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 sh- and present it in front of him, my sir. Thank you, my good man. And I take it, and it's the nice. bridge for the drawbridge. Hey. <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's a nice one, Cather. Get out there. Thank you. I. Uh, I... You know, I, I couldn't have really gotten the shape right if it weren't for the, for the girls, but I, I think I think the detail's coming along. Well, <laughs> at this point, you can see that he has like four sticks off to the side, each one that he's like broken into like very specific shapes that he uses to like carve little <laughs> details into the sand. That's very nice. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I, I it's strange. I've lived by the coast my entire life, and I've never done this yeah, until now. Yeah, it was a big thing for my home. We kind of had like a, like a, like a contest every now and again. I was usually dragged over a part of it. Really? It was all right. Well, I mean, at, at day during through daylight, um, I couldn't, uh, I couldn't leave temple walls, no less the steps. But. Um, I mean, I've I've obviously been to the beach. I just, I mean, by by the time I managed to go around, you know, get around in that locale, it's not really something that I did. You know, I, at that point, I thought it was like something that oh. kids. Did. Oh, you'd be surprised. Back home. As like, soon as you, know. you mention what kids would do, you hear a <laughs> laugh and you see Renaya flop backwards and start doing like a sand angel. <laughs> <laughs> so you mean a starfish? And at first, Melora. Oh. <laughs> At first, Melora, like, um, puts her hands up because she, like, flopped into the sand, and she's like, Oh, Renaya, um, that's rather good, actually. It looks all right. Like, she's <laughs> At this point, Ginger hops off your shoulder, and over by Renaya's head also begins making oh, this a six-legged, uh, a six-legged yeah. starfish with her tail as well. Melora is kind of like, oh, you're so cute. You're cute. <laughs> Havel's gonna get up and leave the uh, the 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 tower, um, and he he's going to look at it, turn around, salute it, and go stand tall, friend. And then he's going to <laughs> run back up the stairs, um, and he's going to find. I hate you. He's going. <laughs> I see what you did there. I know what you just did. <laughs> he's gonna find a bucket. <laughs> okay. I need to find a bucket. Do I find a bucket? You find a bucket easily. I find At a this bucket. point, Lada is awake. Yeah. Um, I find mul- is... multiple buckets. <laughs> <laughs> you you barge into the house. Yep. You're on a mission. At which point, Lada like looks up at you, just the most like just, I don't care. And I'm just. I'd like to point out, Havel at this point is probably shirtless and like wearing <laughs> the medieval equivalent of like shorts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That you've like rolled up your trousers. Yeah, and, yeah, like, yeah. Your knee, like holding. I see you're enjoying your new body. It still feels like I'm walking on pins and needles, but 
you know, whatever. Do you have any buckets? Um, yeah, I think around back, yeah. And she steps out, pulls her her little like um, nightgown a little tighter as the breeze kind of comes up over the mm. over the cliffside, and then just kind of like points with her foot over to a stack of like four buckets. Uh, there, you can take those ones. I I grab them and I like go to tur- I go to leave and then I'm like, I turn around and go, thank you. By the way, really quickly, you're you're a cleric of the Arcana domain, correct? Yes. Do you by any chance know the spell identify? Um, I don't know identify specifically, but I'm rather good at identifying. It, it's okay. It's it's fine. It's just whatever. I just you know. Are you sure? That, I yeah, can have to look at I mean, you can, but I don't know if it'll do much. I I, I think we're we're all a little bit stumped. I'll, later. Right now we're relaxing. Thank you so much. I appreciate you letting us stay in your house. Hey, of course. Is Renaya having fun? Havel's gonna like peek around and off the cliff. <laughs> She's like, <laughs> Renaya's like, no, Renaya's <laughs> stopped and is just like, it's like feeling the after effects of basically like just flopping back onto ground. Uh, and yeah. it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. ah. Yeah. <laughs> Havel's gonna turn, turn back and be like, and his excitement almost kind of tapers for a second and he just goes, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I think she's, um... Good. And... She it, doesn't have enough fun. Yeah, admittedly, I think this is the first time that she's, uh... Legitimately laughed. Since we've known her. So, it's okay. good. It's good. I think you guys are good for her, so... I'll let you have your fun. I sure hope she... so. Enjoy the peace and quiet. <laughs> and Havel's going you... to... Book it. <laughs> Book it back down the stairs, and, almost like tripping because yeah. they're like old, warped, rickety stairs, but you manage to keep your composure and come back with yeah. like four relatively large size buckets, probably like five gallon buckets. I put two buckets down next to the the uh, erected tower that yeah. I have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the one. <laughs> um, and then I grab two, the other two buckets yes. and I go, gather. I, I, I say as as I've been awkwardly standing there. I just go, and I hand him a bucket, and I just like gesture towards the water, and gesture towards the girls, and gesture towards the water, and gesture towards the girls. Yeah, I just, I'm just like, you know, casually make just way over. Casually there. walk our <laughs> yeah. way over to the water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead and roll some stealth. Yeah. <laughs> no, actually, not stealth because this isn't stealth. Yeah. You guys are trying to be nonchalant. Okay. Yeah. So roll performance checks. Okay, that's fine. Woo! Boy, let's go. Charisma paladin. 21. Are you kidding me? Oh, yeah! You're so kidding. 23. Very nice. I believe that's more than both of you guys. Yeah, my passive is 18. (laughs) My passive is 20. Oh, my God. Yes. Turak and Edward, you guys sit there and just watch. Like, It kind of goes a little quiet as you watch as Havel whispers to Cather. Kind of like gestures towards the girls. And Tarak, you sit there and you ponder Athala. And you look up and you just see them just casually strolling towards the ocean. And fill their buckets that they now suddenly have, apparently. And just casually stroll. Before. How do you guys want to do this? Um, Well, what are you guys doing currently? Are you guys currently laying on the ground? I, I think that... I imagine Melora at this point is, like, helping mm-hmm. Renaya up. <laughs> yeah. 
Yep. We're, yep. Wide berth. Yep. Just come up behind them. And I'm going to yeah. look over at Catherine and be like, three. Two. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's going... So, her initial reaction is... <laughs> To kill this is anyone what I, within a 30-foot radius. This is what Stab him again. This is what I imagine. Woo! I imagine she would like at first like um her instinct will be like anger and then she'll like see and then she'll be like pause for a moment. Look over who's close are yeah. they close to her they're close to her now. Yeah. Oh they're right. both they're She's like gonna behind. shake her braids like a wet dog. And then <laughs> <laughs> Um oh. Melora's gonna try to grab the bucket out of Catherine's hand while Renaya's um shaking her hair. And Hevel's just gonna be like, talk about a seed dog. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> You did not. Can I try to shove Havel into the, the not far in because if I can't. You guys can't are resisting. Go ahead and roll contesting athletics. Otherwise, girls right. roll athletic right. checks. All right. If someone I rolled a thirteen. Really Gather what you get. Yep. I rolled a twenty-two. Yep. Yeah, you I book the it. bucket for me. <laughs> I'd like to. Uh, I run towards the water. I run it. I run it down, like down the beach. <laughs> and I grab oh, water and I yeah. run after him. Hannah, isn't your speed thirty-five? <laughs> Just he's like faster. <laughs> he's faster yeah. than you. It's all right. Drew. <laughs> so, how? What, what was your athletic check? <laughs> Ten. <laughs> Dirty twenty. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Hundred percent. Renata turns to you and for just a moment you almost you swear that her eyes almost flash with this fiendish glow. For just a moment as she with this unknown strength, you know, you know that she's strong. Yeah. But you almost get whiplash in your fresh brand new body as she shoves your shoulders and your head like whips yeah. forward and for a moment slow motion as you fly five, ten. 15 feet back, just in this moment of <laughs> sheer goodness. just as in, in the you. brief moment as she shoves oh back, you just goodness. hear one thing escape Havel's <laughs> mouth, and it's just, oh dear malice. <laughs> <laughs> as you go flying, Catherine, you're running, and you turn to see where Melora is, and the first thing you see is purple and black and cloaked as uh, Havel rams into you, oh, landing no. on you, as you both collapse into this pile from Havel being shoved onto you, which is where Melora catches up and just dumps the water on both of you guys. Edward's trying to be the cool kid that doesn't care, but he can't help but grin. And so you just see him like yeah. every now and then like roll roll his eyes but like hide a smile. And that's pretty much what he's doing. Melora Hav- laughs and then goes to help um Catherine up. Havel has his horns embedded <laughs> in the sand. And it's just like... <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Um, that, that was ve- that was very impressive. <laughs> I can't get out though. Melora I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna grab the bucket and like do like a like a little like a little head nod towards Edward. Oh gosh. Melora <laughs> nods and um they start heading towards the water. <laughs> oh, I grab another bucket. No. Nope. Then Melora, yeah, I have, <laughs> have the one a, that I have. Have all still stuck in the sand is at this point oh, noticing okay, you guys leave. Is going, Rene, Rene. <laughs> 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 I 
stuck in the sand, you feel sassafras like come up your neck and yeah. around your face and just like suckling on your face, <laughs> like right here as you're like upside down. Uh, okay, like thank you, friend. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Renaya, uh, do, do you help Havel, I assume? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah. After a little bit, she manages to pull you out, at which point you can see Catherine and Melora both having two buckets full of water. But, Edward, oh, I'm not being stealthy. I'm charging at that guy. Well. He holds, he holds his finger up. He's still <laughs> sitting down. And he's like, hey now. Hey now, don't do it. Don't do it. And he starts standing up and he, he backs away. He's like, I'm serious, guys. Away. Don't do it. How far away is Edward? Don't do what? Edward's Edward? 20 feet away. 20 feet away. Mage hand a stick behind him. <laughs> okay. Perfect. Um, go ahead and roll a roll an arcana check against a um, dexterity check. Why are you uh, trying to trip you? Edward. Mm. He's trying to trip you. Do I get advantage because he's distracted? Well, I don't think you'll need <laughs> it. That's a, that's a, that's a four on my text. Oh, that's no. a natural 20. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so, Havel, you've been practicing. Oh yeah, oh yeah. feature that you had beforehand, but you're realizing just how useful of a tool this little hand is, and it's getting stronger. Your connection to this is doing really well, and you managed to actually grab a pretty good stick, you know, something about three three and a half inches in diameter and you manage to just lift it up ever so slightly on one end that yep. causes Kath or Edward to trip backwards just as uh, Melora and Kath they go charging up to him and just <laughs> dump buckets of water <laughs> um, <clears throat> Edward as that happens I obviously he's like oh, like breathing heavy and all that <laughs> stuff like Edward, this is freezing cold water yeah. to you oh, uh, no. you are oh, enjoying like, the nice like yep. sunbathing, and this is a sudden change in temperature as this freezing cold water barrels down. <laughs> he, he stands up quickly and he says, "I'm a mess." And he turns around and he says, "No, you didn't." He casts invisibility. Okay, Edward. <laughs> all the just mess. Goes, you can see, you can see like where the his wet feet footprints. are. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. gonna try with Edward to sneak around, and then uh, okay. like push Havel. That's my goal. <laughs> Havel, okay, go ahead. Havel, really quickly before you go invisible, just goes, "Look out, Edward! It's high tide." <laughs> <laughs> okay. Go ahead and um, roll a stealth check with advantage. Havel, roll a perception check. And after, oh, I am um, great at these. After Melora and Cather <laughs> are able to dunk Edward, Melora like puts up a hand. I'll, I'll give like, her a high five. five. <laughs> uh, how how close how how close are we to the yeah. water? Yeah. Ten feet. All right. Yeah, ten feet. Uh, if if it's possible, DM, I would. You you first, my liege. Well, oh, <laughs> sure, sure, go sure. For it. We'll do Edward and. Okay, Apple sounds first. good. What'd you get, Edward? Yeah, I rolled a twenty-one on my stealth. Okay. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so I literally have, have a minus one. I could not beat that. <laughs> sassafras like on your face, and you just kind of getting pulled out, and then you manage to like just pull up the stick, but you aren't quite able to track where he disappeared to. Um, yeah, sassafras is on my forehead, just like. Yeah, exactly. Just like half like covering one of your Gross. eyes, and, like making his way across your face. Um, but just as you're like have getting to and like managing to like get sassafras like down away, you get shoved behind and go planted face oh, first God. into the sand. Again, getting your horn stuck. <laughs> and then I I, I, I I like 
I like pat to make sure Sassafras is okay. I'm like, Sassafras. <laughs> and then I undo invisibility. <laughs> from one tentacle, he's like hanging. <laughs> I drop invisibility, and I'm basically like, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like <laughs> celebrating. Like, yeah, over right. have Get all the time. Oh, I got you. Good, man. <laughs> you didn't even see it coming. I got you. As you're gloating over him, from behind you, Renai comes up and just shoves oh. you. So you land right next to Havoc, face first into I, the At sand. that, uh, Edward stands up, uh, like, he- breathing heavy, and says, Okay, okay, I'm done. That's enough. That's I didn't even That's want to That's enough fun for today. today. I filled my quota. It's going to take forever to In the sand. Oh, oh right, right, right. Sticks, out, stick out, sticks out his hand and just goes, True, uh, Sedwood? Uh, yes, please. And he takes his hand time. As they are saying their truce, um, I would like to yeah. pick up Melora and, and take us both towards the water. Oh my gosh. Okay, so- go ahead and roll a death <laughs> Wow, my dice I, really I want you to do you that. You could also roll acrobatics if it's a contested grapple. Well, my dice really I want roll, him yeah, to do that 19. either way. That's a six. <laughs> That's a six. Well, yeah, so uh, Edward and Havel, you guys like shake on your troops and just start to get up and he watches Cather flawlessly, effortlessly just throws Melora <laughs> over his shoulder and just goes barreling into the water, charging like 10 feet into it. Well, well I was going to like, say, if it's possible oh my word. As, as I jump, I'll actually, I'll pull Melora around and actually I'll go in my shoulder first. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, you do. She'll come up and she'll like Push, push Catherine playfully, like, like, never do that again. You should have seen your face. Oh, while Chorak stares at his circle from the dirt. Havel, is going Chirac to turn around like, to. Chorak is like, look at his like. is going to turn around to Renaya really quickly and just like, like, with a look of surprise, just like walk up to her and like, squeeze her bicep and just be like, jeez, you're. Wow, <laughs> that was impressive. <laughs> I mean, I've I've seen spells do less than that. Like that's that's insane. I've had practice. Um, <laughs> and she's gonna kind of like look at Edward. Anyway, and she's gonna go, and she's gonna go over, and. Be just be around, Tarak. Uh, Edward looks at Havel real quick before uh, they do that, and he says, "Now listen, I'm going to be, I'm going to have a book, so please keep the others from dumping water on me because this book is important to me, and I would like okay. to dry off." Very well. I tr- <laughs> trust you with this, Havel. You're That's trusting. hard for me. I'm aware. Remember of my I'm mother. Surprised. Do you remember that? What about your mother? <laughs> I know. Uh, yes, uh, right. Oh, that about I your mother. Okay, right. Mother. Sorry. Yes, she was a lovely woman. She was a very I lovely really woman. Yes. Get out of here, DJ. <laughs> <laughs> she has very good taste in wine. You drink some. Who cares? I'm going to sit with my book in the sun, drying off. Don't dump oh. any water on me. I trust no, you. Havel's gonna go up to the coast really quickly, and like kind of uh, yell out to Melora and. Cather and just be like, um, ex- excuse me, uh, Edward has told me that we should be very careful about dumping water on him as he is currently writing a book. 
Reading, so, reading, read, a reading a book. He's doing something with a book. Melora so. splashes Catherigan. Noted. Thank you. <laughs> Wonderful. And and Edward will uh, actually get his the spell casting book that we got way back from the necromancer in the like in the sewers or catacombs under the city of yeah. Athala. And he's going to start looking at the beginning of the book, the earlier spells in the book, and just study them. Okay. And that's it. So that's what he's doing. Okay, go ahead. Perfect. Go ahead and roll an arcana check. Ooh, okay. I was going to so, go up to Lana while this is going on, by the way. Oh, and, that's fair. And, no, you can, you can do that to wreck whatever you're doing, but I'm... Oh, great. Yeah, yeah no, so while everyone else is in, like... Beach day garb. Uh, Trek is still in full chainmail, um, uh, and he is very intently studying this. You could probably assume it's a map of Athala. Um, he has also taken one of his uh, like two sheets of paper that was given to him by Edward and is uh, writing things in Orcish down. Uh, and when he sees uh, Renaya, um, he says, uh, "Oh, oh, Renaya, Renaya." Yes. If you were to, to point out key points in the city, what would they be? <laughs> Why? Like here? Um, no. Like in Othala. You lived there, right? For, for a little while. Much longer than I did. I, I was just on the lower levels anyway. Um... I don't, I, I don't really know. I kind of kept to myself a bit. Uh, you didn't what? spend a lot of time in the sewers, did you? The, the suit? No. Mm, not unfortunate. What are Thank you, you. What are you looking for? Hmm? What, oh. what are you... Key weaknesses, uh, entrances, exits, structural instabilities... Uh, hiding locations. Yeah. Are you enjoying yourself, Tarak? Well, I'm having a great time. Good. Um, <laughs> and Renaya will stay near Tarak, but she'll start doodling in the sand. At, at, at about that time, I will great. make my way out of the water <laughs> and just and just and just sit down <laughs> next, near uh, Tarak and Renaya. His rippling muscles. I'm oh sorry. Keep going. Hi, Malora. Malora will actually um like go first, but like try to push him so that she gets there first. Um, and then when she gets out, she'll like fix her hair and then call over Ginger um and sit down as well. Ginger comes scurrying over, uh, and sits next to you instead of getting on you because she doesn't want to get wet. Um, Havel, What's up, Havel? Havel's going up, going to the house um, okay. to talk to Lara really quickly. Yeah, at this point, this is like this is like the third time you've gone up these stairs, and it's mm-hmm. 80 feet of, of rickety oh, stairs, yeah, like, and you just ran around a little bit. Like, by the time you get to the top of the stairs, you're kind of feeling it, you yeah, know? Yeah, this yeah. new kind of tingly legs, you have a lot of breath, you yeah, know? Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Um, definitely not as fit as I was. <laughs> um, then, yeah, I'm gonna... Heaving, breathing a little heavy. I'm gonna make my way to the, the house, and then right before I uh, get in, I'm going to compose myself and walk in. 
and close the door behind me. Is Lada sitting at the kitchen table? You don't see her at the moment. Lada, are you here? Oh, yes, um, one second. And she then comes out of what you would know to be her room. Mm. Um, hi, Havel. Hi. Um, I don't mean to bother you. Um, oh, you're fine. You are well-traveled. Yes. Have you ever been to Marencia? I have. Have you been there recently? Not in... No, oh, I don't know. Probably 10 or 20 years. going to take out a piece of paper and he's going to uh, he's going to draw something and before he shows Bada he's going to look at Bada and go I just have questions okay and he's going to show her the drawing and it's going to be the symbol and he's going to okay Say, do you recognize this at all? I do. something of mine. That is an unfortunate situation to be in. Very. It's uh, not only that, but they also... <sighs> they have someone that I care about. And... I just need to know that this place isn't running with them. So, what are you asking me specifically? I guess what I'm asking is, is this place clear? No one here, aside from you, and perhaps, maybe, um, Marvin, Marvin? The dwarf? I don't remember his name. I apologize. Marv. Marv. Um, There's no one here in the city of Katyn who works with that organization. Hmm. Good. Good. Have you, uh... Do you know many drow? I've met... a few here and there. Drow tend to stick to themselves, for good reason, especially in elven countries. Do you know there's a drow specifically in Marencia that I'm hoping is no longer in Marencia? Um, if 
The gods are kind as she's traveling. Apparently. Um. At least, maybe, I hope. Uh. Not hard to miss. Um. Stark white hair, silver eyes. Uh. Missing her right arm. Do you have something of hers? <laughs> she might say so. Uh, I don't think I don't believe I do. Um, hmm. She also doesn't necessarily. We didn't leave off in the best of times. Hmm. See. <laughs> we we definitely did not leave off in the best of times. Um, well, let me think. Um, I have this thing. It's kind of a old device um, that I collected that tracks um, names, basically. Uh, here, let me... Give me a second. And she goes over, moves a barrel, and begins to do what you think is like climbing up the wall, and then disappears for just a moment. Um, and you can hear shifting and moving around, um, but she, after a few minutes, comes back, coming down with this little uh, device. It's only about six inches wide or so. Um, it's this little brass box with a, uh, a circle, this brass circle. Uh, vertically mounted on it. This is uh, an instrument that can be used to kind of track people with specific names. It doesn't work perfectly by any means. It's kind of, uh, it's definitely old. It's definitely a relic. Um, but I might be able to find someone potentially with this name. Uh, do you remember her name? Yes. Um, no, that's entirely betting on the idea that she did lie to me all these years and actually gave me her real name. Um, that's fair. She was mute for a good amount of time. Um, Interesting. I'd say... Namira Oradala. Alright. Um, she then pulls out this small, um, very small little chunk of this kind of dark gray stone um, before going over and grabbing like a um, kind of like a mallet, something you use to like smash crabs or crustaceans, something like that. Um, and she sets down the device on the table and then she grabs um, a little board and puts the rock down on it. Um, you're quick with your hands, right? Very. Okay, so there's a little slot here, right? I'm going to smash this and I need you to put the crystal that comes out of it, or the whole thing, it doesn't really matter, in that little slot as soon as it breaks apart. Okay. This is basically raw Audronite, so we don't really want to be exposed to it. All right, you ready? Wait, Havel, Havel's gonna hear that and go, wait a second. And then she smashes it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
You manage to grab it and shove it all the <laughs> like, dust pieces into... Uh, this is Ardronite. We really want to be careful with this. Right. Wait. At which point, you then uh, shut the little gate. And it's just one little, like, uh, one little, little uh, lever to, to lock it in place. Um, but as soon as you do, there's this little uh, purple ring that glows on the inside of that circlet. Okay. Uh, repeat the name. Namura. Her last name. The problem is her last name changes. I don't know what her last name is. Um, Namira um, is the most concrete one. Um, okay. So. It, she's gone by Namira. She's gone by no, Namira Ravan. Namira. Um, okay. Okay. Get out here. Like it's just I don't. Stand in front of this. And picture her in your mind, and then say. Nimira. And picture the most vivid memory you have of her. Okay. Havel's going to approach it. Um. He's going to close his eyes and he's going to He's going to picture the last day she he saw her. Okay. Um, and for DM, you know, um, this is mainly so that way you can, you know, try to help gauge it. Um, he's going to, for the first time, willingly remember every single painstaking detail of that day. Okay. Okay. And it's just um, the mirror. As you do, the circlet almost glitches. Um, and this almost static-esque picture of Namira appears. Um... And it's hard to see anything but her face. Um, you can't really see her surroundings or anything around her, but you can see her face as she sits there, head down. Every once in a while, eyes glancing around. Um, is she... And Lada comes up. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. I was just saying, is she no, like, go for it. Um, does she look beat, battered? She looked fine. She looked better than she was. Worse than she was. She looks about the same. Um, you know, just a few, just a few years older, um, but really in really pretty good um, physical condition. Um, you can see that she has one little bruise on um, her jawbone, on what would be her left side. Sounds about uh, right. <laughs> but yeah, she looks relatively okay at the moment. Lada comes up next to you. And kind of looks over. Hmm. Okay. That's the um, Perfect. Alright, give me one more second. And she goes back up. Um, and after a little while, she comes back down um, holding a uh, ball with that's covered in this cloth. At which point she sets it down on the table inside a bowl because she doesn't have a pedestal for it. Um, so she sets it down in a bowl so that it doesn't roll around and then pulls the cloth off. And you can see it's this, um, 
very simple, only about, uh, let's see, what would this be? Seven, eight inches in diameter, um, little crystal ball. Okay. So let me just do a little thinking here. Havel isn't even paying attention to the crystal ball. He's staring mm -hmm. at the visage of Namira. Okay. So. Perfect. All right. So. All right. Give me one second. Okay. I don't have a character sheet for her. I. I'm in no hurry. This is her right now. Yes. What happened? Okay. Um, she begins repeating these words in Elven, um, and you watch as her eyes glaze over for just a second, um, and this, cr not crown, but the circlet forms above her head as she um, kind of just holds the sides of this crystal ball. Okay. So. Okay. Okay. Um, and for the next 10 minutes, she sits there silently with her eyes glazed over. Um, but after a moment, she comes to. Um, well, um, she seems to be doing fine physically. Uh, spiritually, perhaps not quite as much. She's uh, imprisoned at the moment. Okay, well, eh. as terrible as it sounds, that actually kind of makes sense. I was hoping that maybe she, uh, maybe circumstances were different. It seems to be a relatively nice prison. She doesn't seem to be oh, trust me. being tortured oh. or anything. <laughs> oh, trust me. Uh, torturing the mirror doesn't necessarily work out. <laughs> um, and nice is an understatement. I'm sure you just got a peek of one of Marencia's finest cells. Um... I owe you. No, you don't. It's my pleasure. Keeps me entertained. It hurts me knowing that she's stuck there, but I mean... What was what has Renaya told you about me? Nothing. She hasn't really told me a lot about any of you, aside from general details about what you guys have done. And... But Renaya is respectful of people's privacies. And you let us into our home. Well, yes. As... How do I say this without being cocky? 
I'm not really concerned about any one of you being able to hurt me. Fair. And as long as you don't hurt Renaya, then we're fine. I'll do my best. And I appreciate make, that. And there's a genuine promise. Um, I'll hold you to that then. I've said this to Tarak before. And I just like to keep those that uh, require something of me to keep note of it. Lara, I'm not necessarily what you would call a good person. <laughs> or by any means a uh, anything but a criminal at the end of the day. At least many people would consider me a criminal. Um, I have sticky fingers. I want you to know though that I do nothing but respect your home. And I'm doing nothing but my best to try to keep those wonderful people out there alive. She is gonna roll an insight check on you. Um, I, I mean, I don't know yeah, what she's trying to suss out. Yeah, but... she's just seeing how much she believes you. Okay. And how far you're willing to go. Okay, what'd she roll? Uh, she got... Wait. Which one? Insight's Wisdom, right? Because... So I mean, she got a 30. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean... She knows what's up. Okay, cool. Yeah, like... Yeah, I, you don't have to say anything. No, I, I know. I got you. Yeah. Yeah. Like, just, I don't, I don't know what, like, yeah, I don't know what you want from me at that point. Yeah, yeah, no, no you're good, you're good. <laughs> she, like, for a moment, you almost, almost avert your gaze as she sits there in this moment of painstaking silence as she almost, like, stares into your soul before smirking. You will claim not to be a good person because of deeds that you think that you deserve to be punished for. <laughs> but I think deep down you're better than you think. I'm the reason she's in there. Yes. And I'm the reason that there are a couple of my friends are in the ground. I wouldn't necessarily say that that makes me a bad person. Well, I guess we're all just a bunch of us. Sorry. Um, I guess we... We make mistakes. And yes. I, I feel like that's... That's a path that we just have to accept. For one so young, you are very wise. <laughs> oh. 
Not in the traditional sense, I've, uh, I've seen a few things. I'm, uh, believe it or not, apart from my dashing looks, I'm actually a ripe 46 years old. You're a baby! Yes, in comparison to you elves, I am a child. In comparison to most humans, though, and most people that live in, within a normal lifespan, I will that probably be very dying offensive. in the next 30 years. <laughs> normal lifespan. Ooh. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Sorry. Interesting My choice of words. Non-fay. You know? Non-fay affected. I see how you are. I invite you into my home. Non-fay affected. I, I apologize. I am just kidding. This was funny, right? Not yeah, it was. I, it I was okay. You, well, considering the fact that you're probably one of the most powerful clerics I've ever been in the presence of, um, it's funny. It's also terrifying, but it's funny. <laughs> I, you, That's fair. You have I a direct suppose. connection to God, for all I know, and that terrifies me. Um. <laughs> Yes, Mouse and I have a, a special bond. Yes, Although right. I'm no longer his favorite, and that, it makes me sad. You know, if I'm being honest. But you know, me and my father had a special bond, and we all know how that worked out. Anyways, um, <laughs> I'm not going to dig into that. Um, yeah. So, as is there any way that I can help is, with Namira? Is the picture still there? It has faded away now. It has faded away. Have a look to where it was. Um. No, no, there's not a lot you can do. Um. Would you like to take that with you? The it. relic. Mm-hmm. It just sits in my attic, like... Doesn't it require... I'm not doing right? anything. I mean, yes. So you'd have to figure that out, but... I'd have to figure out how to find a very volatile substance. So volatile at its highest forms that if it touches contact... It makes contact with the moisture in the water. Like, in the air. It yes. blows up. Yes, you'll no you'll notice that uh, I had it right here on the coast. Isn't that so funny? Yes. How is your house still a thing? Okay, yeah, yeah, I'll take it. I will take it. Um, thank you so much, I appreciate that. Um, I'm ever so grateful. I'm gonna go back outside and, I don't know, uh, dunk cather and sea salt or something. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like fun. You are doing better than you think you are. Yeah. I hope so. There's definitely, uh, This is definitely a change of pace. It's good to check things up every once in a while. It keeps you on your toes. <laughs> I'll admit that I didn't have toes, but thanks to you. <laughs> oh, yeah. um, and if you want, you don't have to spend too much time on this. You can take your time on it. Um, Havel's going to reach into his bag and pull out the coin. And he's oh, going, is this what you wanted me to look he's at? He's hand it to her and go, take a look at it. It's up to you. It was handed to me by It says dragon. Dragon's Curse on it. What is that? What is that? What? How did you? It's rather... I've, I've spent a lot of time around them. Okay, oh, maybe it's not I should stop touching no, things. It's not... No, 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 no. No, it's not that big a deal. Basically, this just means dragons can curse their horde so they know where every single piece of the horde is. Mm -hmm. So, 
the fact that you had this means that whoever gave it to you, or whatever dragon gave it to you, or however you got it, that dragon knows where this is. So if I lose it? Then that dragon would know where this is, and not where you are. Where's the near- is, is the- is the town boat still here? I hope so, that's our only boat. Right, give me that back. Um, thank you so much. Okay. Hevel's going to take that. He's going to book it. He's going to book it. Okay. And he's gonna book it, he's gonna run past everyone, and on his way- on his way out, he's just gonna be like- He's gonna be like, I'm going on the trip, I'll be right back! <laughs> he's going to just- And then get onto the boat, and he's gonna be like, Huh, huh, uh, grab the rope, grab the oars, and just like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just well, make nice his way. <laughs> while, while this has all been going on, and how <laughs> making his way out to shore, what have you guys been doing? Um, well, hmm. I would like to resolve something real quick. Um, so, hmm. I rolled Arcana on the Necromancy book. Uh, I got a 17, yes. but here's what I'm thinking. So, when we leveled up, to level four. I mentioned this briefly to DJ already, but I'd love to explain it. When we leveled up to level four, I took a feat. That feat was Ritual Caster, and I chose the Wizard Spellbook. So, um, I get, at the beginning of this feat, I get three first level spells from the Wizard Spellbook that I can learn and cast as a ritual. So, what I was thinking was I could learn the three first level spells from this spellbook. Um, and so I've already chosen those spells, um, and then in the future, when I find written spells, um, if they are up to, or if they are half my level rounded up or less, then I can learn that spell, um, and I can expend two hours and fifty gold pieces per level on that spell to learn it and add it to my spellbook as a ritual. So that is what I did. If you deem that okay, DM. For my first three spells to be from this book. Grant, please tell me you took identify. Yeah, awesome. That's just what I was gonna say. You like stole the words from it. So, <laughs> I didn't take identify. Um, but hey, hey, no, I, took, I, took, I took. What three, other first level right, I took ritual three. spells are there to take? Listen. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. I took a comprehend languages, and I took detect magic, Very nice. and I took illusory okay. script. For a very specific Maya reason, it's okay. It's, it's it's fine. I thought, it's fine. I thought it's somebody fine. already it's had identified. Identified. My job. Edward's, Edward's just trying to replace I, I literally you. thought. That's what's happening. I literally thing, thought guys. everybody. I, I literally thought somebody had. No, identified. we have to be min-maxed, guys. Um, part B to that too is, we wanted to use, uh, we wanted to use the magic one when Catherine and I were outside of the thing, but I didn't have it. So in my little brain, in Grant's little brain. <laughs> That wants to play the game right because like i needed to detect magic no no grant <sighs> wrinkly brain you did, Big great. Wrinkly brain. Brain. You did nothing wrong did wrinkly brain, yeah bro. so i'm excited about this feat though that's all that's all that was so what, what are you supposed to be taking very nice what are you supposed to take yeah so you're so figuring this out it's havel it's probably touching something <laughs> M- Melora, if they're talking, I couldn't hear you, by the way. I'm just saying. Personally, Hello. I anything. Hello. Oh, there we go. Hello. <laughs> just, I, I saw your mouth move and nothing came out, so I, I just... just said, I just said, I didn't know. Mm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, are we going to let the guy who just got new legs out at sea? He seems pretty. This, no, no, this hasn't happened yet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, it hasn't happened yeah. yet. This is while he's I got to, you. I yeah. got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Sorry, that took so long, guys. Oh, I don't Mora mind. Her. No. <laughs> would like to play tic tac toe with adorable. Ginger in the sand. <laughs> oh, oh, we're doing it, girl. Okay. <laughs> All right, here we go. Okay. 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 Here we're, here's what we're gonna do. Here's what we're gonna Wait, do. How are okay, you, you doing that? How can I think you... we're doing skill checks or something. Okay. No, 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 no. no. We're playing... a, oh, we're literally doing a, it. Into a grid pattern of A, B, C, Meanwhile, Renaya. A one, C three. Renaya has so exactly there are ranks the and then there are thing. files. Cute. And if your queen can move. <laughs> Renaya has what, been. What are you saying, Renaya? has been doodling the same thing just what, over what and is... over and over and over in the sand. Which, yes. Which is... Is anybody looking? Well, I have a passive perception of 18. Well, as soon as anybody She's looks, she wipes it clean looking. and starts doodling some, <laughs> doodling it again, but now, like, slower, so you can't really make out one of this. Well, that was uh, useless. Uh, <laughs> we're looking. Oh, well, there's Renaya. a thing called talking you Renaya. can do. No, I don't, we don't do that here. We win the game. Uh, I... It's something I, I saw. Uh, and... oh, uh, just see. thinking about it a little bit. I see, yeah. You know... Um, <laughs> and what you see is you see, like, a very weird... It's like a circle shape, and then there's little triangles poking out, and she just very quickly draws a smiley face in it. And then wipes it. Yeah, I assume I don't recognize what that might be. <laughs> she sure. is not skilled enough for you to. <laughs> it looks like a cat. <laughs> I would love sure. to let you know, but sure. I yeah. don't recognize yeah. what she's doing. I'll 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 like shimmy my way over uh, a little closer to Renaya. Um and I'll just, I'll, I'll quietly say, Hey, uh, I don't really get a chance to say it, but I'm, I'm sorry about Amos. Actually, I saw him. Um, are you familiar with the planes where where people go after they die? Um, well, some of them. one of them. It was DJ. It was Mount Celestia that I saw, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, one of them is called Mount Celestia. It is one of the better considered afterlifes and i saw him greeted by thousands of others how'd you do that you know that's a great question i i don't think i did anything i think i i was just you know in the water looking up at the sky I think it's a perk of being a jury death paladin. <laughs> I'm sorry, am I being depressing? No. Um. You. 
I could I could stop. You I could just go back over there if you want me to. I. Oh, I, I'm sorry. I the, the wind blew in my ears. I didn't get, catch that last part. <laughs> um. When Havel said he felt like he had been dragged through the nine, you said at least it wasn't the abyss. Yeah, that was supposed to just be like a joke, like because like it's like the abyss and the nine hells are like supposed to be like at war with each other. Right. Are, yeah. Um, are you okay? Um, just, just thinking a lot with everything Fair. that's happened. Fair. But, I mean, I mean, yeah, we got a lot to think about. I mean, after all, we have kind of an agenda that we have to meet. Yeah. Um. Right. Renaya, I, um. I wanted to apologize. I think. I have been very unclear with a lot of you guys. I'm sorry about that. I haven't exactly made it an effort to talk to most of you. Uh, groups are not my forte. <laughs> it's, uh... I prefer one person at a time. So. Um, but I've realized on the island when Havel said what he said directly to me it kind of took me off guard because I didn't really understand why he was saying it um, and I realized that perhaps I wasn't very clear on my views and what matters to me um, when I left the table before it didn't have anything to do with you or your mentor, or malice, or fates. And I know it may have seemed like that. It, the conversation that was happening definitely made me... Oh dear, I'm so sorry, I just bumped my mic. Uh, the conversation that was had definitely made me think about it, but it wasn't why I left. Um, my own... My own past was kind of creeping into my head just a little bit, so I needed to step away for a moment. Man, this, this dang wind needs to go away. There we go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I understand. And just so you know, um, if you don't agree with what I believe in, like, destiny and fates, that's fine. I don't I... I I actually kind of wanted to ask uh, yeah. a bit Go about ahead. that. Um So there's like things I I believe and then there's like things I want to believe. 
And then there's things sure, I know. Sure, I yeah, I follow. Um, what? What do you know? About about fate. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, less than I want to, more than most. Um. Well, first of all, there's no doubt in my mind that it exists. Um, I've seen and experienced too many things to make me believe otherwise. Um, and otherwise, I, there's not a whole lot of details that I know, but there's a lot of things that make sense to me. I think that I have been given a path that has been made and presented to me by fate, and I have chosen to follow it and see where it leads me. Meanwhile, I think most other people, like yourself perhaps especially, perhaps had a path that they were on, but are choosing to make their own. Now, I do believe that everyone can be affected by fates, but I don't know by how much, or really at all, but I do think it happens. I mean, even in a more indirect way, I'm here for fates in some ways, perhaps, and have been able to affect this group. That's that's about all I know. <laughs> I So you think we have choice? It doesn't make sense to me otherwise. Probably about this time, Havel goes barreling past you guys. Uh, yeah. Cather. There he goes. <laughs> How much experience do you have in breaching walls? Um, I mean, personally, not a lot. I, I mean, there have been, like, certainly battle plans that I have overheard. Hey, guys, I, Havel's getting in a boat. Uh, Havel. Uh, let him go. I'm sure he'll be fine. Havel, uh, be careful. You just got your nerves back. Didn't... Uh, uh, if he wants, I'm paying attention. If, just... if he wants to go out to sea, it'll be good for him. him it'll be good for him. He's like Renai... he's like hitting a wave and like. <laughs> Renai doesn't really kind of yeah. fully register. I'll just I'll, just, I'll look back at Renai after now. that. <laughs> Well, tell me what happens. I'm going inside, and Edward starts packing up his stuff. <laughs> I, um, Edward, uh, yeah. quickly. Right, right, right. Okay. Um, what? Do you have any experience <laughs> with making poison? 
why would I have experience making poison? I know some things, but I've never done it. So is that a yes? That is a no. I've never made poison. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. It's just more difficult every single time I look back at it. At this point, Havel, you've made it a good good ways out mm-hmm. to sea. To the point where you think that if you keep going, you're going to get stuck out at sea in your little dinghy. Oh, what do you mean, stuck out um, at sea? I'm fine. Renaya is you're going fine. to stand up and tell everybody, I will be inside if you need me. And she's going to go inside. All right. Hmm. I'm right behind you. Hmm. Edward packs up his stuff and also heads towards the house. Hmm. <laughs> Havel is going to noodle for a fish. Okay, Havel. You stick your arm overboard. Yep. Those nice new fleshy hands. <laughs> Go ahead oh, and um, a sea dog. Roll. Survival. Roll a okay. That's to see uh, how many appendages you lose. All of them. Twelve. Twelve. Nice. Well, sure. That's also even. Yeah. A fish shows up and nibbles on your finger. Okay. Can I, can I catch it? <laughs> well, can I, I catch yeah. it? I don't even care. This okay. Yes, you catch cool. it. Cool. I catch it. I look at it and I go, I am so very sorry, friend. And I take the coin and I yep. plop yep. it in the fish. That's smart. <laughs> okay. You, you like... Like a like holding a bass, you grab it by like the gills. Yeah, and yep, like yep, pop yep. Its mouth open, and you just the quench a little bit too big. Yeah, you're like, yep, oh. yep, yep. I just go, I just go. Gra- grab like the end of the oar. Oh, yep. I'm just like, I'm just like, oh, Malora. It's like, it's just, like a muzzle. I, I look rifle. at it. I just look at it, and I go. The, I just look and like, the, the nature gods are probably going to smite me for this, and Malora will likely shoot me in the hiney. But find yourself to the bottom of the ocean, dear one. And then I chuck it. Oh my <laughs> as god! You chuck it, as you it, at the, the pinnacle of its arch, another fish, a yes! fish yes! jumps out of the ocean and swallows perfect before diving just, back in. Exactly as nature intended. I salute it. Oh I salute it. And I go, try to find <laughs> that baby black dragon boy. <laughs> like... Start rowing my way back. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you uh, managed to breach the shore, um, and with everybody kind of here at the central location, either going back up to Lada's or getting back onto shore, we're going to end tonight's episode. Uh, I'm actually so happy that we ended on me like <laughs> gagging a fish and, and then beating it to a bigger oh, fish. <laughs> Oh, it's too oh my good, god. Man, it's too good. As nature intended. That's right. There's always a bigger fish. If Star Wars is taught me anything, there's always a bigger fish. That's beautiful. I love it. So, beach episode. Thank you guys so much for watching. This is our beach episode. Oh, okay. Don't forget this, guys. You have two weeks to make conversations happen. So. So uh, don't forget your details that you were wanting to talk about. Oh. Um, because next week we have a freaking awesome one shot that we're going to be doing. DM by the amazing Miss Lydia Korn. Dude. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm not even, even going to let you know. You're never going to know. Nope. <laughs> anyway, that's next week. Lydia. 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 Gordon. Idia. Lydia K. Gordon. <laughs> Anyway, moving on. Uh, Lil Lid. So yeah, that's good. <laughs> worst, worst, 
worship. That's gonna be right going now. on next week. We're super excited. Oh we're no, oh. Grant! <laughs> Grant's, Grant's back to it. You can anyway, see his silhouette. Look at the boy. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> this will be in my nightmares. Anyway, DJ, thank you, you all end for this watching. Fast. Goodbye. Yeah. We love you Good luck and, and Godspeed, everybody. We'll see Bye. you next week. Godspeed. Love you all. You guys are amazing. Buy our merch. Mwah, mwah, mwah. Bye. Bye. Oh my goodness.